You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Don't you blame the movies! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos for creating! Look at me, Damien! It's all for you! The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Look what you did to him! Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Hey, welcome back to the one, the only, the classic Rabbit and Red podcast. I'm Simone. I'm Riley. Man, it is wonderful weather we're having out here. <laughs> it's been nice here the past few days, but yeah. It it has been it has been really nice. But with like warm weather, I'm actually like now that I own a house, I'm actually stressing out about it a little bit. I'm like, man, I'm about to fucking cut my grass soon. And I don't have a lawnmower. Then I'm like, man, I would love to sit on my back deck and, you know, cook out or have a drink. I don't have patio furniture. Oh, yeah. These are things that. that are hitting me right now. I I just cleared our patio off. It had a whole layer of ice on it. So it's all cleared now. And I will get the patio furniture out. Took care of the the flooding problem in the basement. Oh, yeah. Get oh, that all cleaned up. Dude, I, I, you've obviously heard this story already, but I'll happily tell it here. Um, I, You know, it's it makes it even worse because of how it happened. So uh, Taja and Elijah, if you don't know them, good friends of mine, uh, they are moving. They're, they're moving away. They're leaving me forever. So they decided to come over on Friday night and, you know, have one last powwow, hang out, have a good time. And, you know, they, that was the first time I saw my office. And, you know, they were like, oh, wow, so, so cool. So great. And then uh, Taja stays up. I couldn't sleep. She hangs out in my office while the rest of us are sleeping. And she texts me at like three o'clock in the morning. And she's like, hey, uh, a whole bunch of water just spilled down into your keyboard. Uh, I, I cleaned it <laughs> off, but... You know, I put a bucket there. You know, it, it's not bad. That's what she tells me. It's not bad. I, I wake up, you know, I, I was like, all right, I'm just going to go to sleep. I wake up and tell Rachel about it. And she's like, that's probably just condensation from this. There is one pipe revealed up my ceiling because I didn't want it. It was kind of impossible to cover up. Mm. And she's like, maybe it's just condensation from the washer dryer. I was like, oh, oh maybe, of course. And I get down there and the bucket <laughs> is completely full of water. I was like, that. <laughs> It's not condensation. That's a lot <laughs> I <was> like, of condensation. <laughs> I was like, there's no fucking way that's condensation. Uh, then I, so it is just like, it's a slight drip, right? And I push up, I put up like, where the dripping's coming from. I push up on the board and it just pours down water. I'm like, oh, no. fuck. Um, so yeah, we, I had to rip off all these boards. And then we, we thought we had the water off to this specific line. Uh, turns out we didn't. So uh, a nail was shot through the pipe. It was my fault when we put the ceiling. I somehow managed to shoot a fucking pipe. And <laughs> so we thought we had the water off. I rip off the board. The nail is in and water sprays all over the place. So Christ, that just made it 10 times worse. <laughs> it's hit me like it hit me right in the face. First of all, so I wasn't happy about that. And then I had to sit there and reach up as I could just reach it, you know, standing there flat. And I had to hold my finger over the hole. And it took like a whole five minutes for them to figure out which is the proper line to shut off. So it's like it may that doesn't sound hard, but dude, my arm hurts so goddamn much. <laughs> and then there's there's enough water pressure on my thumb just to hurt my thumb too. It was horrible. But we fixed it. <laughs> Fix that. No more leaking. Fix the ceiling. It's back up. But Jesus Christ, that was a great Saturday. It's a good thing the water didn't pour like on your monitor or on your TV yeah. or your tower. Yeah, and once again, my keyboard survived, even though it got yeah. it got drenched. This thing is 
It's taking a lot of beatings, man. I've spilled like six shots in this thing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm just really glad that we get to sit here and talk about one of my favorite movies today to make me feel better about what happened this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, we did it to ourselves. Yeah, yeah, because uh, today, if you couldn't tell from the title, we're talking about Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, came out in 1989, uh, literally less than a year after Halloween 4. I think so. I think it went straight to video outside the U.S. I think I remember hearing that on the 25 Years of Terror uh, really? documentary. I'm pretty sure that's how shit it was. I'm pretty sure it went to video. Yeah, I mean, it is um, definitely the least successful in terms of money. And yeah, it, it makes sense why. And especially if that is the case, if that's really the case that it didn't release worldwide, of course it's going to be least successful. So, yeah, like it. And it, I mean, outside of that, you can just see this movie is fucking bad. Yeah, like, it, really so, bad. Man, I, um, like I hate Halloween too, right? The Rob Zombie's Halloween too. Yeah, we, did, we reviewed that a couple episodes ago. Go check it out if you haven't already. But I can like talk about that movie and and not feel personally hurt because it is Rob Zombie's Halloween. It's just a forgettable remake. Yeah, but, it's a, it's in its own continuity, its own universe. Yes, it's bad. Also, though, like we did say, it at least tried to be different. Yeah, Halloween Five takes. All the goodwill that was built up with Halloween 4 takes that really great ending and just shits on all of it. Kills it. Just like it it destroys all that goodwill. Yeah. And you know, like the thing with, with Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, at least there was something redeemable there. You know, like, it had a couple scenes that stood out. Brad Dorf is great. Yep. Halloween 5, I don't even know if it has any scene that redeems anything. In the entire movie, maybe Donald Pleasance here and there, but even Donald Pleasance he, or Doctor Loomis has some douchey moments in this movie. Yeah, we were watching it, and and Emma was like, "Oh my god, Doctor Loomis is a monster in this movie!" <laughs> like, yeah, he's tricking kids, he's shaking kids, he's screaming at <laughs> like he's right in he's right in Jamie Lloyd's face. Uh, yeah, like yeah, he's he's crazy in this one. Yeah, I don't understand why they took it that way. Like at the end, at least when he's like using her as bait, it ultimately is him setting up Michael. But yeah, even beyond that, it is he has some real douchey moments. Like when he's talking to her, uh, he's like, "He do he just dug up a grave? A ten year old girl? What do you think he's going to do with that?" (laughs) He's like shaking her. You stupid bitch! You. (laughs) He's right in her face. He's like, "Help me, Jamie! Help me! Like, tell me where he is." They're like, "Doctor Loomis, leave the little girl alone." (laughs) Yeah, there's just so much about this movie that's so piss poor, and and I've been I've been vocal about this movie uh, over the years. I actually did like a pretty in depth review for members a while back, Mm. and yeah, man, it is. So far to me, like beyond the worst movie in the original franchise, like by a mile. Um, and oh, everyone yeah. is going to say Halloween Resurrection. And no, I could point out like no 20 fucking reasons why Resurrection is better than this movie. Yeah, I can watch Resurrection and have a damn good time with it. Like we quote that movie all the time yeah. and laugh. 
I don't quote anything about Halloween five. I, I fucking hate Halloween five. Yeah. And I mean, I quote B- big cookie woman quite a bit actually, but beyond that, well, that's, that's like the only thing. Yeah. That's like, but even that's a stupid part of the movie. Like her being mute through the whole movie. Yeah. Most of it. Like, why? We don't know. It's just, she's mute. <sighs> and then Billy, this little boy, Billy's her interpreter. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But he has a stutter. Oh, okay. Yeah, this. Yeah, let's just fucking dive in. <laughs> uh, just right from the right from the beginning. So we get Halloween four, which has arguably the best opening credits of the entire franchise. Yeah. And, you know, it perfectly sets the mood for fall. It's creepy. It's just, it's perfect. What do you get when you go to Halloween 5's opening credits? You get a black screen with orange text, and you get somebody, flashes of them, somebody taking a knife and hacking up a pumpkin. Yeah, it's not, it's definitely not as good as the fourth one, but this might be the best part of the movie. <laughs> this yeah. might be the peak of the movie because at least it's uh it's somewhat interesting. It's it's definitely boring in in comparison, but at least they did something. They tried to do something with the goddamn thing rather than having some boring uh purely text on black screen. Um they added something to it. But so yeah, this might be this might be the best part of the movie. <laughs> but that's that shows you how bad the movie is. <laughs> yeah. That, this mean, is they, like the best part because this isn't even that good yeah yeah i don't know if, if there's any is this the worst in the franchise in terms of opening title cards i don't even know oh man i'd have to see all of them to remember that should be its own ranking ranking the opening titles for the halloween franchise you know what i think i think kills is worse yeah kills was all the flaming pumpkins Right, well, it was just a bunch it, of pumpkins some, on fire. Yeah, and they're just like like raining down. You know, it looks like a fucking background. Like, if you were having a Halloween party and you wanted to have a nice animation being projected on your wall, that's what it looks like. Oh uh, yeah. It's like yeah, we're having a constant loop of pumpkins raining down. There it is. Yeah, definitely not as good as 2018s. Why didn't they just? Why did they just have a burning pumpkin? Like there, there were a lot of people on YouTube that made, uh, you know, potential Halloween kills opening title card cinematics, and they were dope. There were some really fucking cool ones. Like even Halloween Inferno did one, and then you get what we got. So that one's probably the worst. I would say you say why didn't they just have a burning pumpkin? Also, why didn't they have a story? <laughs> That's true. Well, I guess Resurrection doesn't do anything either. No, Resurrection just shows black text with an orange outline yeah. on the screen. Yeah, that's kind of that. H2O uh, has the fun montage. Uh, Curse of Michael Myers has the... Yeah, what um, is Curse? That's what I can't remember. Uh, yeah, what do they have? Because they have No, they have that one pumpkin with the big-ass smile. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then five is the stabbing, four is the uh, orange text thing. Uh, three, if we're including it, has the fun 80s, like retro 8 bit screen. Two is yeah. the skull and the pumpkin. Two is really good. Yeah. And then, of course, the first one. Yeah. 
Yeah. So five sucks. <laughs> Got a five trash. Moving on. <laughs> um, I love that this movie opens showing you the ending of part four because it's like, hey, all right, good movie that you like. We're going to show you that before we go and shit all over it. Yeah. And then also, here's a reminder that we absolutely pummeled this fucking guy. We absolutely <laughs> demolished this guy with Spa's 12s, blasted his ass over and over again. But yeah. just a reminder, he is going to survive. And he fell backwards through this mine shaft that exists in Hanfield, Illinois. Yeah. And, uh, but when he lands, he's on his belly crawling. Right. And uh, so that's where it picks up. It shows uh, Michael is crawling out of this mine shaft that leads down to the river as a tunnel big enough for him to crawl through. They drop dynamite down there and it blows up. And uh, Michael goes down the river. And this, this I don't know if it's because it's the 4K, but you can very obviously tell that he has a life preserver on underneath his, uh, I don't his even know. Jumpsuit. I don't even know if he does. Well, you, there's something on under it because you can, you can see the, the, when he's going down the river, there's a back, uh, the back of his jumpsuit is pushed out. And when he stands up, you can see the outline hmm. of something big and bulky underneath his, uh, his jumpsuit. Yeah. Th- those were Don Shanks giant tits. <laughs> yeah well maybe by the way what that is i i said it before that maybe there's no pros this movie but i think that is one i think don shanks is awesome uh, yeah don maybe, shanks is good yeah maybe he looks garbage as michael because that piss poor mask but oh, like don shanks is an absolute stud and an, an incredible stunt man and to to this day is a stud like yeah. he he's in good shape he's a beast of a person so you, you, i mean you go from like george wilbur wearing fucking hockey pads to Don Shanks being shredded playing Michael. I definitely prefer Don Shanks. So yeah, nice guy too. Met him. Oh once. yeah, he's he's as good as it get, man. Um, so yeah, Michael with his life preserver. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, I, the reason I'm saying that I don't know if he has one on because I remember, I remember see, you think he would. I mean, it's just safety reasons, especially because the way they did this quote unquote stunt. I mean, that is literally Don Shanks floating down a rushing river, and if he misses that net that he yeah. catches to crawl back up, he'd be fucked. Like, they yeah, he, made it very clear that that was a really dangerous scene to do. So, I don't know. I guess it... I mean, he is in a wet jumpsuit with a mask on. To not have a preserver on him would be extremely irresponsible. So, I hope maybe they did, at least did that. Uh, I think they very obviously... You can tell I need there's to, I need something to, under there. I need to watch it in 4K on a proper 4K <laughs> TV. I, need to, I, I wasn't looking for it. Um... Yeah, so, uh, and to do that stunt with the mask on would already limit your vision to basically just straight because you can't really see side to side too much. And the breathing, like you're going down a river and you're trying to breathe with this mask on. Yeah, you know, like water's going to get caught in that thing. Like, yeah, yeah, it was really dangerous. Um, So, yeah, Michael, he does catch this net and he, uh, he walks up. He he gets up on this like dock. He starts to make his way towards this shack, and uh, we cut to a hermit. <laughs> this is yeah. a hermit guy who lives in this. It almost looks like a tree. It's not, but it looks like he lives in a tree. Yeah. Um, him and his his bird, and the bird obviously knows Michael's out there, and uh, 
the hermit tells him to, he's like, I can't remember the bird's name, but he's like, can you stop? And the bird keeps going. So he gets up and he goes out to check, doesn't see anything, comes back in. Michael grabs him, but Michael falls and passes out. Yeah. yeah like, so he goes to choke him. Yeah. And then, and that's at that moment, he, he can't take any more and he passes out. Yeah. And then even though he did go to choke the hermit, the hermit's like, oh shit, my God, are you all right? I'm not going to call anybody. I no. am not going to go get any fucking help for this bloody massacre of a person who was just blasted <laughs> by shotguns. This I'm going to just giant... go put him on my fucking bench <laughs> and I'm going to let him sit there for a year and he'll be fine. There's a question. This is an old dude. And he looks very skinny and he's very like, he doesn't look strong. Somehow he's able to lift this beast of a human being off the floor and up onto his bench. I think the, the bird did it for sure. Yeah, the, the bird. Yeah. That, and that's not like the old guy doesn't question this behemoth of a man with wearing a mask. Who's all bloody. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah man. And then like, to, to the extent that Michael should have been bloody. It, I mean, he should have had guts falling out, man. Like it should have been so much worse than putting a hand and coming back with a damp, damp red hand. Like, ah, it's so stupid. I fucking, I hate this movie so fucking much. And like, all right, so the hermit, like, just, just wrap your fucking brain around this stupid fucking concept. It, it infuriates me. This random fucking hermit on the side of the river is able to take Michael who's blasted to pieces with a shotgun, put him on his goddamn bench and heal him back to health, which how do you even fucking feed him, dude? What, he's got an IV in there. He's running his own fucking IVs as a hermit. He doesn't question the fact that this fucking guy sleeps for a year. Yeah, like, dude, he's like, I'm, from what we can see, and I, I can only go off of what I saw in the movie. He is comatose, right? Michael is yeah. in a fucking coma. The only way to feed a comatose patient and get them nutrients is via an IV. Okay. He wasn't <laughs> yeah. just sitting there pouring water down Michael's fucking comatose throat. So what, how can the <laughs> hermit even sit there and pretend you. he's doing anything? He would have called somebody told somebody. And then in the last year, what did the, did the hermit never leave the shack? Did really nobody else know about this fucker inside of the hermit shack? It's just unreal to me. And then if you're, if you are a cop in Hanfield, if you're Dr. Loomis, wouldn't you at least want to see some sort of body? Like, you didn't That's check the, the mine shaft. At the end of Halloween 4, Loomis comes into the, the uh, Carruthers house. He's like, and someone says it's over. And, Mike, and Loomis is like, yes, Michael Myers is in hell where he belongs. Halloween 5, they're like, Michael's still out there. And this is before Michael does anything. Loomis is like, he's still out there. Yeah, well, that's not what you said before. Yeah, but like, it's, yeah, and the hermit doesn't know about Michael Myers. I guess he doesn't read newspapers or see literally anyone ever. Um, yeah, I'd... and yeah, he, you got this dude who's comatose. So you're not feeding him. You're not giving the body any nutrients. You're just literally laying there, and the parrot is shitting on him once in a while. Like, that's <laughs> probably it. Yeah, like, and then uh, so. And then the year does pass, right? And yep. Michael's suddenly good now. And he, and he gets up. He's still wearing the same fucking coveralls. So the hermit didn't change him nope. at all. Like, so the, dude, so probably so never treated his wounds because he 
Like he, he just ne- left. He never there. even got access to him. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> but then he, Michael, yeah, he wakes up. And we're having this thing because we now, as we skip this year later, it's Halloween Eve again, and you we see eight year old Jamie. She's at Haddonfield's Children's Clinic. Um, she's yeah, like you said, she's mute and she's being yeah. monitored by all these people as she sleeps and. Yeah, she wakes up screaming and she's having clearly some sort of like a telekinetic connection to Michael as Michael is waking up as well from his coma. And as Michael gets up, why is dude the mask is four feet away from him? The fucking hermit kept the mask perfectly displayed this entire time right next to him. Yep. (laughs) And then Michael, I I don't want to say Michael should have not killed the hermit. But he did wait an entire year and got, quote unquote, like healed backed by the hermit. The hermit healed him and he just kills him right away. Yep. Selfish son of a bitch. Yeah. And the whole time he's doing this, like Jamie is like seeing it. She like reaches for the mat. Michael reaches for the mask. She reaches for it. Michael pulls it on. She makes it like she's pulling on the mask. And, uh. Yeah, and then Michael, you know, he kills the hermit, and uh, then we get to see, that's where we really get to see the Halloween 5 mask. Um, yeah. if I think I decided Halloween 4 is the worst, but this one's like... It's the, very close. It's very, yeah, yeah, people go back and forth all the time. What This is like the receding hairline, Michael. <laughs> this is what it looks like to me. Uh, yeah, and then they were like, "We need to cover up Don Shanks' ginormous neck, so we're gonna fucking just extend Michael's neck like twelve inches, and it should be good to go." <laughs> yeah, it looks so fucking stupid. It just looks, it, it looks terrible. Yeah. How do they go from Halloween, the first one, the mask, the way it looks, to that? I, dude, this is something I'll never understand. How is it that? you know um tommy lee wallace can go and pick up a ten dollar mask from the store and turn it into such an iconic symbol of horror and you fuckers have it in front of you you know what you need to make tommy lee wallace is playing a guessing game was like yeah that looks pretty fucking good like you know what you need to make you you know what it needs to look like and you come up with this shit in in four and five at least six was not bad yeah four and five like i think four is worse because four is literally it's as if you were making a parody of a halloween mask like yeah it, it is the equivalent of Ghostface and scary movie like that is what the halloween four mask is to the original michael mask it's a yep. fucking joke at least in five yeah it is so far different it's got the long ass neck it's got the evil eyebrows and shit and it looks bad right but at least it's like still kind of menacing like there is still something like scary looking about it or as it can be no, it doesn't look good, but at least it is can be freaky. Meanwhile, in four, it's it's laughable. Yeah, four looks like it just has no character at all. It's just it looks like they barely even tried. Five is trash. Five is shit too. But like you said, at least it has some kind of character to it. Like it has some kind of a look to it. But yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel like a parody. It feels yeah. just it just feels like someone did a bad job. Yeah. <laughs> um, God. Yeah, we see that. And then um, Jamie has, a, when that happens, Jamie has a freak out. Um, 
So they have to, they think she can't breathe. So the doctors and all of them rush her to uh, a room. And it's weird because they're, the nurse screams for no reason. They're like rushing Jamie to the room. And they say something like, oh, we got to go downstairs. And the nurse is just like, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, why did you do that? Dude, and, this I, this clinic, I understand it's a small town children's clinic, but how far they have to take her to get to get Jamie to where she could have like surgery and have a tracheotomy yeah. is it's just kind of funny to me. Like they roll her down the hall, they had to carry her down the stairs and <laughs> run her down another hall. And it's like, Jesus Christ, this is a whole lot of work. You think that <laughs> after, <probably> dead now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she died, bro. She she ran out of air like three minutes back. And uh, I was like, What? Oh, Sarah, they don't have a ramp. And I was like, "Yeah, no, no handicapped kids allowed." <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, exactly. They, there's, there's nothing. It's like they yeah. were literally in a, a normal home. They, they were in a home in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're gonna cut her. They're gonna do the tracheotomy, and then Loomis comes in. He's like, "No, she'll stabilize." Oh. <laughs> It's like, dude, dude, like, okay, I get it. Loomis, <laughs> I don't understand why Loomis knew this, but it's like, it's Loomis, so we trust him. But it really, it makes no sense that he just does this and is correct. Like, how the fuck did you know she was going to stabilize? Up to this point, Michael has been in a coma. She has shown no signs of telekinetic connections because he hasn't moved. Yeah. So what the fuck <laughs> made you think? She was going to just stabilize. Yeah, you're not a medical doctor. You're, you're not like you're not a, a you know a hospital medical type doctor, Loomis. Yeah, like, take your psych psych psychiatrist ass out of here, Loomis. <laughs> you know nothing about this. And then lucky for him, she does stabilize, and he's like, she has something to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, she almost died. Yeah, what do you? And she's mute. <laughs> Did did he see cuz she she does have like this chalkboard in front of her and she writes he's coming for me on the chalkboard yeah. like did he see that at least and why is Loomis there uh, My guess is because of how 4 ended so he's sticking around to monitor In the middle of the fucking night <laughs> at any given time Loomis is there in his fucking trench coat ready to take action He's just sitting in the lobby waiting Yeah um, dude like he he is not in pajamas as if he was next door waiting he was yeah literally fully dressed in his trench coat ready to go in the middle of the night just in case one year i guess it's halloween eve so that adds to it a little bit that he's a little more on edge but jesus christ <laughs> he's just sitting there in the hallway waiting oh she's having an episode <laughs> he runs yeah god uh, damn it i fucking hate this movie <laughs> none of it at, like at its core, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I hate it so much, dude. And then like, so Jamie being mute, the the whole concept of that is because Michael didn't talk ever. Like that was like when he killed his sister, he never said a word after that. But it's always been a point that he was making a choice not to talk. Yeah, she is literally mute. She can't talk. She tries to scream and she can't. Yeah, like completely different. Completely different. This this movie does not do a good job of trying to explain Jamie the ending of four. Like the ending of four, she is evil. Like she's got the blackest eyes. She, you know, all that. She stabbed herself. And this one, she's like, 
She's Jamie. She's just mute. Yeah. She's fine. You know, she has these little episodes with this psychic connection, but like, she's fine. <laughs> yeah. And then I, well, she never even killed her mother. No, no, she just stabbed her and they, yeah. And where, where, they, are they, where are they at right now? They're, are they on like vacation? Yeah. They're on a vacation somewhere. Yeah. Because Rachel says mom and dad send their love from. Yeah. They went on vacation on Halloween, the, the anniversary of your trauma. Because they totally knew you were going to be fine. Yeah, they just left. You know, you're in this clinic and you're having a hard time. But hey, peace out. Jeez. Oh, and Rachel, peace out too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the next thing we see is it's the next morning, and right. Jamie's like she's recovered, recuperating, blah blah blah. And Rachel comes and visits, and Tina ends up showing up. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Yeah, As Rachel basically like slept by Jamie's bedside, and then it's like, oh, okay, that's nice. They're still close. Also, um, quick thing, Ellie Cornell, gorgeous in this movie. Yeah, yeah, too Holy. bad she's fucking useless, but yeah, yeah, yeah. She, so yeah, you're just like she slept by uh, Jamie's bed. Jamie tells her she's got mascara running, and then fucking Tina, Jesus, and Max. Yeah, yeah this is. <laughs> This is a good example of uh, how to poorly introduce a character. So Tina comes up and she's smacking on the window and making these annoying ass sounds, pretty cringy sounds. And yeah, yeah, she's there with her dog, Max. And clearly, Jamie is uh, very close with Tina uh, because she's very excited to see her and Max. And yeah, and that is your establishment, Mm -hmm. Tina, who we've never seen before. There she is. She fucking comes in. She's like, it's a hug. And she's like, oh, do I something behind my back? Oh, I know what it could be. And then she's like, da 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 I yeah, literally screamed. I was watching it. I was like, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I fucking hate Tina. I No. No. <laughs> and yeah. you know what? Fuck this movie. Jumping ahead. But fuck this movie. And everyone involved for saying, hey, you know what? You know in Halloween 4 how uh, we introduced this character of Rachel and people really liked her and she was strong and she was like, you know, badass and she protected Jamie against Michael Myers. Uh, Well, this movie, we're going to make her totally useless. She's going to abandon Jamie. She's going to leave. We're going to kill her off in a really shitty way and we're going to stick you with Tina because we think that's the right thing to do. Yeah, and it's not like Ellie Cornell <laughs> what didn't want to do the part. She was totally fine with it, and she even like rewrote some of her death because she didn't think Rachel should go out in such a way. Yeah, she's maybe she should have down her throat. Yeah, she should have pushed the idea that she shouldn't die that early on, no matter what, because she was such a powerful character in the first. Whatever, it's so fucking stupid. It's so That's what Halloween Five does. It's like, hey, you know those characters you like? We're gonna shit on them and kill them. You know the ending you like? Nah, fuck that. We're doing our own thing. Yeah, and yeah. do it like I I think the point the point of killing Rachel is to heighten the stakes, you know? But they're and fine, you want to kill her, that is fine. I don't really care about you taking a chance and being ballsy and killing a character like that. But for God's sake, can you at least do it in a somewhat respectable way that at least yeah. is interesting and suspenseful and and she dies doing something heroic or just 
not this. Do she dies because she walks away and leaves Jamie at a bad fucking moment when she knew she probably shouldn't have left her. And yep. they're talking about this party and shit too. That whatever. Rachel leaves Jamie behind. And that is how she ends up dying because Michael follows her back to her house. Yep. And she just looks at a picture. It's got blood on it. And then Michael stabs her in the shoulder with scissors. And that's it. So fucking stupid. But Who had the worst at spoilers? Spoilers for Scream 5. Dewey or Rachel? <laughs> Who died worse? No, Probably Rachel. Rachel. Ra- Rachel does. Yeah. Probably Rachel. As much as I hate dewey's death at least he had something he was helpful in some way shape or form before he died rachel does nothing she comes back for a brief moment to say that she still has a relationship with jamie then she helps establish tina a wee bit and then she dies yeah and like rachel even says like oh i shouldn't leave her right now but then she's like but i'm going to yeah but it's too bad and like so they have this dress and Tina's there back and Loomis comes in. He's like, what is going on here? And the dog's like whimpers because it's Loomis. And then a brick comes flying through the window and a car drives off and it says, the note says the evil child must die. That never comes back. We never yeah, follow it, up it, on that. It's Yeah. It sounds like a mob is going to be made to kill Jamie. And then it, yeah. nobody actually cares. Nope. It never, never comes back. It's never mentioned again. It's just one thing that Rachel and Loomis walk out the door and they're like, Rachel's like, how can they do that? She's not like him. She's just a little girl. And there was like, they know she attacked her. Oh, she, what'd they say? They know that Michael Myers is her uncle and that she stabbed her stepmother. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And Loomis tells Rachel something like, oh, you're afraid. It's okay to be afraid. And, Something in Rachel says, like, oh, I shouldn't leave her. I shouldn't go away. But basically, she's going to anyway. And uh, I think she heads home at that point. Like, that's when we yeah. cut back to Rachel at home. Yep. We get a lot of nude Rachel in this one. Yeah, but no uh, actual nudity. Oh. No. Though, if you, I don't know if it's just the 4K again. And I doubt, I don't think this is Ellie Cornell. Uh, when she's in the shower. The 4K is really clear. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. Jamie and it, pull that up. Uh, what? I said Jamie pull that up. A little yeah. Joe Rogan reference there. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's huge Joe Rogan fans here. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and I think it's just Rachel dancing around the house in a towel for a little bit. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and yeah, she's having... Oh, she seems like she's having a good time. She's being fun. She did walk back with Tina, and Tina's like, oh, you got to come to the Tower Farm. And she's like, I don't know. Max is is barking at Michael Myers because Michael's in the the bushes, barely. And no one sees him. And I like, I get that it's, this is the thing. Michael doesn't hide for shit in this movie because he's always in these little bushes where anyone who turns their head slightly could see him. And it's like, well, it's Halloween. Okay, I get that. But everybody in fucking Haddonfield should know if you see a big dude in black overalls and a white mask, it's Michael Myers. Like, everyone should fucking know that by now. You would think. He's, he's barely hiding. Yeah. <laughs> like, but nope. No one sees him. Ah, fuck. <laughs> everyone in this town just forgets. 
Yeah. So yeah, Max is barking. Because obviously Max, you know, he's dog. He knows he's there. Rachel goes inside. She dances around the towel. And uh, Max is still barking. And uh, Jamie is in the activities room with all the other kids. She, again, has a psychic connection. So she she goes over and she draws a mouth with, like, sharp, pointy teeth on the board and colors it in red. Yeah. And then, then we meet Billy. Oh, Billy. Uh, the little the little boy who's infatuated with uh, Jamie and her interpreter, because he's the only one who can make what she's saying the whole, or not saying the whole movie. And uh, he's like, she's like, ah, she's like screaming. And he's like, Max, I'm like, damn, how'd you get that? <laughs> I mean, I can, I can, I can kind of hear. I can kind of hear the Max when she's yeah, saying I, it. She does mouth like the M, like, but um, <laughs> so uh, Billy goes to turn and runs into Dr. Loomis because, again, there he is always lurking. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they call Rachel. Loomis is like, oh, is uh, is Max all right? And like, Max is fine. He's barking at a bird it, or a cat. I know she says cat, but I swear to God, it sounds like she says cow. Yeah, and barking at a cow. Am I barking at a cow in the middle of a street in Illinois? <laughs> in Honestly, Why? not that unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's like, go check him. Okay. I'll... And she goes down. The door is open and Max is gone. Question. Max obviously does not like Michael Myers. He's barking and growling. How did Michael get that door open and have, like have the dog run by and not attack him? He he, he threw a treat, man. I was thinking that instead of killing Max, like he has other dogs in the the franchise several times, mm. he just throws a treat, and off goes Max. I'll go with it. Because I feel like if he'd opened that door, the doorman would have jumped trying to tear his throat out. Um, yeah, I mean, it would he definitely would have at least like kept <laughs> barking or like been brushing. Like a lot of dogs will bark, and then you come in, and then they just want to be pet by you. And uh, like he's definitely not leaving, Michael. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the dog is like, no, you're a threat. Like <laughs> I don't want you in near me or near my human. Um, but anyway, she goes down. Max is gone. She runs back to the phone. She's like, Dr. Loomis, right? Uh, Max is gone. And Rachel's in a towel, soaking wet, looking good. Looking good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Loomis is like, get out of the house now. Go. And so she runs out of the house in a towel to her neighbor. Her neighbor, I, I don't know what he was thinking. He's, <laughs> he's Rachel running out to him in a towel. Um, but yeah, so she tells him, uh, we don't hear any dialogue cause she just basically comes up and she's like catching her breath. And then, uh, he cut yeah. to the next scene and yeah, dopey one and dopey two. Oh, Jesus. Like, they're like, it's like the movie is like, Hey, you guys hate Tina. Uh, cause if not, if you don't, if you hate Tina, uh, we got more characters for you to hate too. And we're going to play cartoon sound effects when they walk. Yeah, dude, what were they <laughs> thinking? Like, they never thought that maybe they were crossing a line when doing this. Like, you oh, you have Jesus. Sheriff Meeker 
and share like who's barely in this one yeah barely but like you have established that police force and the seriousness of sheriff meeker and that he's a a, a good sheriff yeah you know and then in halloween five you go and the first cops we see in the movie are i don't even know which one it is dude it's like deputy ross and i who the fuck cares dopey one and dopey two is all they need to be yeah they literally yeah you see them coming down the sidewalk like it's right out of fucking the andy griffith show it, it's so fucking stupid and comical and it's like how are we supposed to take any of this seriously when you don't at all yeah no they they totally just said you know what fuck it who cares if this is halloween we're gonna we're gonna have these cops come down and say this stupid dialogue uh what do they say like that's our job find dogs rescue cats and we love it and then they play these stupid cartoon sound effects and it's like these guys suck there's and then they of course recreate them in halloween 2018 uh, yeah, not as bad as this, not as yeah. bad, but still fucking on me sandwich <laughs> discussion. Mm. But uh, yeah, did, and then so we meet those two idiots and then uh, Rachel's like, well, what about Max? And then he's like Adobe, right? And Max comes running with something in his mouth. I think it's a toy or a dead squirrel. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, they check the house. They're like nothing above, nothing below. And, uh, Which uh, did they not look very closely? <laughs> I know, like you didn't because ch- Michael. Next, when we do see Michael again, he's in the closet stalking Rachel. Like you yep. check the fucking closet. My guess is they stuck their head in the room a little bit, just in the doorway, looked around. Nope, it's good. <laughs> I, it's just another example again of not taking a very serious thing serious. Like they yep. just completely dismiss that. Maybe Michael's still out there. Like the a guy who has murdered a shit ton of people in your town on two different events, and you're just gonna let it go. Yeah. Not even like not even listen to the possibility that he could still be out there, even though he survived all these other things. And yeah, it's just it's so fucking no. dumb. I, I can't stand it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Rachel calls uh, Jamie and she's like, I'm fine. I love you. Bye bye. And then Loomis is like, you see, she's fine. She's all right. Yeah, why does Loomis do that? <laughs> like, why would he do that? He knows. Like he already said that she has something to tell us. Like he knows Jamie has some kind of connection, but like he, he shakes it all off there and he's like, see, she's all right. Yeah. It's so God damn it. They couldn't even do Loomis right. <laughs> no, this is this is the worst uh, Loomis, lo- worst written Loomis. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. But uh, yeah, um, of course we go back to Rachel. She's getting dressed. Michael's watching her from the closet, and then yeah, she finds a framed picture of Jamie, and the glass is cracked, and then she gets killed by Michael with the scissors. Yep, and that's it. No more. No more, Rachel. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. And Jamie goes nuts again there, too. Yeah. Yeah. She is a freak out, though. She doesn't know that Rachel's dead, though. Yeah. Because later on, she sees Rachel and she freaks out at the site and she's like, no. So I. Why was she? I don't know. 
And then we're stuck with just Tina for the rest of the movie. Yeah, and, and Tina has like a group of friends. And honestly, when I even reviewed this movie for members, I completely just didn't talk about the friends because what is the point? They're useless. Yeah, we'll, we'll go through it here because that's what we do. But there, it is so fucking pointless. They are <laughs> nothing, nothing but a body count. And it's yep. like this is probably one of the worst examples of just filling dead air. It's like this yeah. part of the movie doesn't fucking matter. It is completely stupid, completely pointless. It drives no plot, no story. There they are. You want to see some fucking people die? Okay, here you go. It it draws nothing, nothing yeah. for the movie. Here's your fodder. That's all it is. Here's your fodder. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, so we we get Tina shows up at Rachel's house and uh, just I figures that Rachel left with her parents. Why? But OK, <laughs> just so no one questions where Rachel is. <laughs> that is the only reason. So stupid. Uh, and so Tina's bouncing around the house. Um she doesn't really do much. I mean, she's just there. And then her friend shows up. Um, the blonde whose name I don't even fucking care. Yeah, her, her name is her name's Sam. Sam. Uh, or Samantha. Um, and it's played by Tamara Glenn, who I love. I love Tamara Glenn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know her pretty well over the years now. Oh, doesn't okay. dismiss how bad this movie is, but <laughs> I, I do like Tamara Glenn. You can't even hate her character because she doesn't have a character. She's just there. Yeah, like she's just she's gonna lose. I guess her big thing is she's gonna have sex for the first time. Like that's her whole big thing. Yeah, you man, you can't even like you can't even explain the characters. Like it's they they are bullet. They have one bullet point each. Yeah, right. Like Sam, virgin, gonna have sex for the first time with Spitz. Spitz, class clown, gets in their beer. I guess. I yeah. (laughs) Mike, he is prick. A prick. Yeah. Obsessed with his car. And even yeah. Tina, like, terrible airhead. friend. <laughs> yeah, terrible airhead friend who's super annoying. Yeah, that is literally how they just wrote them. I guarantee you it didn't take more. It didn't even take five minutes for them to be like, uh, this name, this is their characteristic. This name, this is their, like, that's it. Yeah, it's just stupid. So then it's, uh, it's they leave. Max is outside alive he's chained up uh tina and sam are leaving michael's in the window tina turns around looks michael's not there even though he is you're i don't know if you're supposed to see him or not but if you look when tina turns and looks at the window if you look to the uh right you can see michael you can see him just standing there off off camera off to I, the think, side. I think you are supposed to see him I hope. Are you? I think so. <laughs> I hope so. Because, yeah, you can clearly see him just standing there. Um, and then we get Tina and Sam are talking. That's when Sam tells her about, oh, tonight's night, you know. And Tina's like, oh, my God, what do you think we should do? Should we make up signals and all this other stupid bullshit? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, all this other stupid bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, they have some talk about sheets, sand sheets. But then there's a scene where they're standing there talking to each other. And you can see between them, like, there's trees. Michael's standing right there. 
Yeah. You can see a guy walking around with a knife, just kind of like stand walking around, not doing anything. Yeah. It's like, are we supposed to be able to see that right now? Because it looks like Don Shanks is just waiting for his cue. <laughs> I just. I thought I was like, wait, that's not Michael, is it? And I saw him holding the knife, and he's just like swaying the knife around, just walking yeah. in a circle. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't dude. think we're supposed to see that. Yeah, when you when you're not sure if you if he's supposed to be in frame or not, that's when you know it, <laughs> things are not being portrayed the way they need to be portrayed. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I don't even know about that one. I'm not even sure if we're supposed to see him or not. Yeah, because. It's just the way he's acting. It's like, well, that's not how Michael would act. He looks bored. He's just swinging the knife around a little bit and looking at the ground and walking in a circle. Yeah. So. I don't know. And then we meet Tina's boyfriend. She's like, Michael. And he's like, what? And he has the car. Yeah. I can't remember what car he was driving. Oh, it's a nice one. Yeah. Very nice. Is it a Mustang? I don't even remember. <laughs> might, have to, might have to look it up it's a convertible uh, whatever it is yeah and it's a, uh, it's, a uh, it's a 67 camaro oh there you go very nice car um yeah so they run out they meet michael and uh tina's like oh you know sorry about what happened last time right mikey and he's like no so i don't know what happened there and they're going to go get beer. And Sam's like, oh, I thought you wanted to go see Jamie. And it's like, oh, we can go later, right, Mikey? And he's like, puts his glasses on, says whatever. They get in the car and they drive off. And uh, I believe then we cut to Jamie looking out the window uh, of the clinic. And she sees Michael in the trees. Yeah. And Michael sees her. Uh, so she takes off running for a good long while. She Is runs it, up. Safe to say that's not. That didn't actually happen. Yeah, I think it's in her head. Okay. That one. Um, and she's running, and she runs up to the, the the main door, and the shadow of somebody comes up to the door, so she gets scared. She runs down to the basement. We see someone's following her in black shoes and black pants. And probably a mask. I mean, <laughs> like, it literally looks like Don Shanks, but it probably is. Yeah. But so be it. And then she – so she's running through the sheets – and the person is chasing the sheets after, and you can hear the sound of the sheets ripping. Why are we tearing the sheets apart as we're running through them? They're, it's just anything to save the girl. I guess it just seems weird. And then you know, Jamie finds a hiding spot, and the janitor. I think I think he's actually a gardener. <laughs> gardener, <laughs> which makes it even weirder that he is so actively trying to get jamie (laughs) yeah i know i guess he saw her run down there and he whatever but he finds her and uh the nurse also that's been by jamie's side was right behind him uh brings him in or they brings her in passes the gardener passes jamie to the nurse and uh i think the next scene is jamie laying in her bed yeah, well, we did. Uh, I think we skipped over when Loomis oh, does Lewis go to, to the see, yeah, yeah, he goes to the police station to see Sheriff Meeker again, yeah. and it's just more of Loomis saying cool stuff, but not really meaning anything. Yeah, he's like, did you, you never, forget? Yeah, like, you never saw his eyes. <laughs> you never you? saw that nothing, no expression, blank. Yeah. And he's like, my my memory goes back twelve years to that mm-hmm. night when I offered 
and he's, he's like showing his scarred hand his and scarred shit. hand. Ooh, yeah. Look at this. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> the, I, he does. He does have this line. I lo- I do like this line. The I pray that evil would burn in hell, but in my heart, I knew that hell would not have him. I do love that. Yeah, fucking that was line. a good one. Yeah, I love when he's like showing him the hand. He's like, look, look, and then that other cop comes in, shit. He's sheriff, and he like pulls his hand away and hides it behind his back super fast. <laughs> it's like no one may see my hand unless I want to do. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, "They need you down at the cemetery." Yeah, yeah. yeah. That scene so. happens, and then I think we're back after Jamie was found, and uh, I think that's when Loomis. Yeah, it's when he goes full fucking macho man on her face. Yeah, he gets right up to her and he's like, Jamie, tell me, you know something. Tell me. And he's yeah, like, I tried he- with the dog, Loomis, and you dismissed it. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, you told me everything was fine. <laughs> yeah, now you're here in my face. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame Jamie for not wanting to say anything. You literally and- completely dismissed her. Not to mention the fact she's this little girl who's already scared. And here's this like old man right in her face. He dug up a coffin of a nine-year-old girl. What do you think he's going to do with that? <laughs> like shaking her right in her face. And then the nurse. Dude, like, and, th- oh. and then, dude, he says to her, he literally says to her, he's like, he's like, we both know he's alive, but you know where he is. Why but are you, you protecting him? He he's like, I wasn't, Lucas. <laughs> I told you where he was. I said that she was in trouble and the you said she was fine. What <laughs> the fucking <laughs> Jesus fucking pisses me <laughs> off, dude. Like, what do you what do you mean I'm protecting him? I fucking told you exactly where he was to the exact fucking building that he was standing in and you said he she, that Rachel was fine. She's never once fucking protecting him. You're just scaring the shit out of her. Like, Jesus. Which, by the way, before that coffin, like, if it, it, like, he, Loomis didn't believe Michael was alive. He couldn't have if he fucking dismissed the shit with Rachel. So it wasn't until the coffin happened that he did, he should have apologized, is what should have happened there. Like, yeah. that scene should have been Loomis saying, I'm sorry. I didn't think that he was still there. I didn't believe that Rachel was actually in trouble, even though we don't know if she's dead or not. But like, you know, like I was wrong. What can we do, me and you together, to stop this evil? Like that's what should have happened. Not Jamie. Why are you protecting him? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, there's a reason he has his power over you. Do you ever wonder what it is? Yeah. What? <laughs> that never comes back. We never talk about yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, but he, dude, he's like in, he's like in her face, right? He's like, yeah, yeah. The, after the, what do you think he's gonna do with that? He's like, you're nine years old, aren't you, Jamie? You're like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm super creepy. You're nine years old. Ah, yeah, I love them when they're just under the fucking double digits. Lewis, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> he's, 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 Jamie, tears won't get you anywhere. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. What the fuck? (laughs) We're like, all right, Lewis, you are not allowed in the children's wing anymore. (laughs) It's like, yeah, there's really like there should have been like a sign on the wall behind him says, Have you seen this man? (laughs) (laughs) Posted everywhere. (laughs) Like, how the fuck does he keep getting in here? (laughs) 
Oh, fuck this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I, I really do. I really I like I fucking hate this movie so much. I hate that I watch it at least like once a year uh, because I just the fanboy in me makes me. Mm-hmm. But God, dude, it's just it is. <laughs> it's pushing a line of disrespecting <laughs> the movies before it. But yeah, and I, I'd love to say that, hey, at least they tried, but I, what the fuck were you I don't think trying to do? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, no, you didn't try. You rushed this fucking thing out. It came out a year after Halloween 4, and you... All they did is they got the box office opening weekend results, and then they made a call. And, like, they went into pre-pro, like, right after that. They're like, holy fuck, we made money. Let's do it again. Yeah, let's not give any breathing time. Let's not even have a real script. You know, yeah, dude, they <laughs> they they went in completely blind. Yeah, and despicable. Jesus, there's nothing redeem. There's nothing good. I hate it. <laughs> Fuck. Why are you protecting him? <laughs> to see Jamie sit up, motherfucker. I'm not. I tried to tell you. Yeah, I would. Uh. I I literally can't talk. Doctor, <laughs> yeah, you want to give me a piece of paper? Was... I'll write it down. He does try to do that. He does, but he he's does, like, he's yeah. so f- like forcing he's like, about right, it. Right, right, right. Damn it. <laughs> Show me what writing is. <laughs> yeah, seriously, imagine having a fucking English teacher like that. Dude, you want to pass the class or not? <laughs> right. <laughs> Why are you protecting him? What thousand word essay right now? <laughs> God. Don't forget the proper grammar. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus Christ. I don't remember. Where, what happens next after that? Uh, fuck. What even happened? Um, oh, I think Michael's watching Michael, right? They pull up to the, the convenience store. Well, actually, okay. So what actually happens after that, the, um, the whole Loomis Jamie moment uh, is when the Chicago bus arrives. Oh, yep. Yeah. Right. And that's when we see the black dress, trench coat, trench coat figure. Silver tip boots. Yeah, yeah. silver tip boots. Who's played by Don Shanks, by the way. Yep. Um, the man in black. Yeah. And he, you know, kicks a doggy. Kicks a dog because, hey, this bad guy. See, this is our establishment that he's a bad yeah. guy. He kicked the little dog. Yeah. Like, and okay. The dude, the, the thorn and... Yeah, I guess like this is where the thorn stuff begins because we forget to mention uh, back at the beginning when Michael does wake up, we see his wrist and he has the thorn, the cult of thorn tattoo on his wrist. And uh, so now we have this man in black show up who does literally nothing throughout the movie uh, until the very, very, very end. He just walks around. No one sees him pretty much. That's what he does. Yeah. And it's just. Who I guess because of Halloween 6, we know is Dr. Wynn. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. They clearly had no fucking clue what they were doing with that. Like this. I don't know. Man in Black shows up. Why? I don't know. Next yeah. movie's problem. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> why <laughs> yeah and i i know there are thorn defenders out there and i dude i don't even mind halloween six i i don't i think that movie's much better than this movie yeah. but like 
I, I actually like you just, Halloween. You have too. to just ask yourself, like, how the fuck did we get here? Like, how did we go from, especially when you see, like, when we get to the end of the movie, how do we go just from somebody who was purely an emotionless killer and is the definition of a psychopath and the essence of pure evil? He goes from we go from that and that core concept to something completely different an establishment of a motive an establishment of uh, even vulnerability for Michael. And it's just so fucking dumb. And it, it really just weakens Michael entirely. Like, Oh, so he's part of a thorn cult somehow. What was, did he have that tattoo when he was six years old? I don't fucking know, but we, <laughs> yeah. that whole establishment of the thorn cult. I mean, it, Michael's a bitch, dude. He's got people above him, powering him around and making his calls. Yep. It's just stupid. He's no longer just a guy who snapped or just a kid who snapped. It yeah. takes all that away. And it's like, no, actually, it was engineered. And this cult controls him and everything. It's like, what? That makes no sense. Yeah. And I mean, it gets really fucking weird if you watch the producer's cut of Halloween 6 and you find out whose baby that is. Yeah, right. <laughs> Whoa, what the fuck? Um, <sighs> God <yeah. damn> it. <laughs> it takes Halloween a while to get back on track. <laughs> and even then, it only stays on track for like one movie. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like Resurrection, but, you know. Well, I mean, I, like H2O is, is fine. That's you what know? I meant, back on track. Yeah. That's yeah, the one so, movie we're back on track. <laughs> so, I mean, nine years later, they fixed the problem again, then they fucked it again. Yep. And then, and literally, it tended, and then the remake happens, and they, you could say they fixed the problem with the original, if you it, want, or with the first one, if you want to say, I don't, I disagree, but if you want to say that you can't, yeah. then the second one fucked it. And then yep. they, then they have Halloween 2018. <laughs> and hey, all right, we fixed the problem again. Halloween kills fucked it. <laughs> like, why can't they do two in a row? it's literally not possible in this franchise to do two in a row except for one and two yeah except for the og and then the original halloween 2 is the only time where back to back the series stayed on track yeah what the fuck i mean i like halloween 4 i mean i guess Dude, you could it, argue it is, like now that i'm like literally saying that out loud it is weird that it goes from like something so good to something so bad so many times in this franchise yeah it is weird because even Friday the 13th, it took, I mean, some will say five, some will say part eight, but at least it took a while for that one to, you know, fall off. Yeah, I mean, to to literally hit the bottom of the barrel, it, yeah, it took a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but Halloween, it just, it can't, it's like a, it's like a, an addict who can't stay on the wagon. <laughs> Yeah, geez, like just get some good fucking writers in this bitch, man. Damn, it's not that hard. A dude snapped on Halloween and kills. Like, come well, on. Like Halloween kills is so goddamn bad because they are they're forcing a trilogy. Had yeah. they not forced a trilogy and ran with a, a two movie run here, they it probably would be good. They they probably would have had a good second movie because they wouldn't have just forced a body count in kills and nothing more. You would have had an actual story. Yeah, but yeah, whatever, whatever. In support, uh, talk for a different day. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the man in black shows up, and then I think we we cut to uh, Tina, Sam. Uh, well, I, I think we actually go to Loomis, and we go to Loomis, oh, really? who's going to the Myers house. With, right. With, 
Yeah, which I, I, this is not the first time this has happened, but we are now in a Victorian home. And what what is that? What the what? fuck? Like, I get it. Okay, you film in a different location. You don't have access to the OG house. At least fucking try to find a house that similarly, like, that looks like in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. That house that you see in that movie is not the same Myers house as in the first film, but it looks damn close. Yeah, they, like, I don't know. This thing's like three stories tall, has a turret, has, like, this is not the fucking Myers house. Uh, this is probably purely a, a budget, a budget restraint. Um, but like they, they probably just wanted an abandoned house and didn't want to go beyond that. But the, dude, you could. D- did you have to show the same outside of the house? Like, why couldn't you just get something half-ass similar? I mean, this is so far away <laughs> from what is the Myers house. It's you. You would be confused. You are confused. Like, oh, where the whose house is that? That's yeah, weird. Where's Loomis at? What? Oh, what's this abandoned house? Yeah, they were okay. This is literally a quote I'm reading here about filming in Halloween Five. They said, "Unable to find a small Victorian house like the Myers House in Halloween, the filmmakers chose a bigger, more mansion-ish house because it needed a location that could provide wide rooms, hallways, an attic, a basement, and a laundry chute." That's their. They just did what they had to do to fit the script requirements. Wow! But couldn't you just shot the inside? Yeah, why would you just, use a different house for the exterior? Yeah, like, like it happens all the fucking time. It's that's the movies, you know. Hey, here's the exterior of one location, the but the interior is a completely different location. Movie magic. No, <laughs> just outside. We're gonna show this gigantic fucking house. I was like joking late when I watched it with Emma. Like later on, Loomis tells Michael, "Michael, go home." I can just picture Michael go like. Home. He can just picture Michael at his house and everyone else is at the Victorian house. Yeah. And he's like, where the fuck is everybody? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so Loomis is literally just there. One, to establish that we have a completely different Myers house. Um, it's in disrespe- disrepair. It's fucking, it's destroyed. And then he's standing in there talking to himself. He's like, Michael? Yeah. Have you come home? Michael? I you know, know the- what you want from her. <laughs> I don't know if it's in this scene or if it's near the end when they're back at the Myers house, but there's a thorn symbol on the wall in the Myers house, eh? Yeah. Yeah, there is. It's like above like the light switch. I'm actually not even so sure that's intentional. Yeah. I think, think that might have been just happened to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so the crew member just put it there. Oh, fuck with people. I'll put this here. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the man in black boots is there, too. Yeah. So that's that also maybe he put it there you know, i'm gonna go draw the thorns in one swamp yeah now the house is part of the cult <laughs> yeah the house is evil <laughs> yeah that it was once he put that that thorn symbol it changed the entire the entire look of the home <laughs> it turned into a victorian house and no yeah. one questioned it god damn it yeah <sighs> and loomis wanders around doesn't really do much finds his way into the basement uh, basically just to show us that there's a laundry chute, uh, yes. scares himself because the dead rat falls out of the chute. He laughs about it. Yeah. And, and then he makes sure to go out of his way to properly lock up that laundry chute again. 
Yep. How nice of him. <laughs> How nice of him to make sure that this house that's completely fucked has a nice, the laundry chute is secure. <laughs> So I've done my job. Yeah. Which, how often do laundry shoots like that close? I mean, I I imagine they did no changes to that laundry shoot, but yeah, like how often do you, do you ever seen a laundry shoot that closes? No. Like that? Man. No. You know, my house used to have a laundry shoot, and the people that used that previously lived here, they blocked it in. They got rid of it. Oh. That disappoints me beyond like beyond belief, dude. Like, come on. Why would you do Why that? Why would you get rid of my laundry chute? <laughs> I'm about you... to put a fucking new one in, man. I'm going to find a way <laughs> to put a new laundry chute in because it makes life so much easier. Oh, yeah. That and, a, that and a dumb waiter. Yeah, well, Jesus Christ. I mean, dumb waiters are scary. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I tell you what, if I ever have a dumb waiter in my house, I will not ever get in it. Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> no, nope. Oh, I saw Halloween H2O. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I just, you know that motherfucker's going to break. I ain't getting in that thing. <laughs> yeah. The second I get in, you'll start hearing boards creaking and shit, ropes <laughs> yeah. stretching. Like, you know what? I think I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll fall, break every goddamn bone in my body. <laughs> because I probably job. wouldn't, there's probably not a dumbwaiter in this world that I could get into. <laughs> like, not a chance. So even if I could fit, it'll break. So the dumb waiter's out with the so, laundry chute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll make this. That is my goal to to literally install one of those. Uh, all right. Well, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, then now we, we're going back to the cuck boy friends. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. It spits, spits loads all the stolen beer. Why do he steal it? But whatever. Three, three cases of stolen beer. I guess they're underage. You could have fooled me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But I think that's I think that's what it's supposed to be. I guess they're supposed to be under twenty one. So, and we see Michael watching them again, not hiding at all. He's got like yeah. a little tree branch in front of him. Yeah, and uh, we we see how much of a more of a prick Michael is. Boyfriend Michael. Yeah, Mike. All right, he's Mike. yeah, Mike. Um, which it doesn't, I don't understand why they named him Michael because it literally doesn't matter because well, jumping I, ahead, I, I think, I think the point is, is because, well, there is no point. Let's be clear. There's never a fucking point in this. <laughs> it movie. doesn't, it doesn't matter because like, okay, his name's Mike, Michael, they call him Mike, but because they were, they're getting the beer. And like he goes around back to load up the beer. Michael Myers stand. This is really fucking stupid too. Michael's in the car and he's looking directly into the rearview mirror. Michael is standing directly behind the car. Michael doesn't see him right. somehow. I don't until he takes that garden uh, thing and hits the car and scratches the car. Michael gets out. Mike gets out. With a crowbar, and he's like, "Oh, you want to play asshole trick or treat?" And Michael grabs him by the throat, kills him, drags him off. Yeah. And uh, Michael steals his gloves and his car, and wears the mask that Tina got for Michael. She scares Mike with it, and then it's he throws it in the car. Michael Michael Myers uh, shows up to pick up Tina in that car. 
he's got the mask on. So I'm just saying, like, she's going to think that's Mike because of the mask. His name didn't need to be Michael. Yeah. Well, His name could have been could have been Jim Bob. Hold on. <laughs> I, I do. I do have to ask you where the where your thought process is going. So let's say he didn't wear the mask and where like in your head, what where would his name being Mike actually make a difference? Because I just try to understand <laughs> what you're saying. Uh, I well, mean, no, you're right. Just saying, you're right. Like, I would say, like, is there just, is there any way where his name being Mike would actually make a difference? No. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I. That's yeah. just. But it's. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But I'm just saying, like, it's. It. I don't understand why you had two characters named Michael. I, I think literally only, it doesn't matter that one's called Michael. I think the only reason is because when Tina is having the the scene in the car with with Michael Myers and is like constantly saying Mikey over and over again. It just is a little more tongue in cheek because his name is Michael. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's you know, she's sitting there like, Mikey, you gonna get you gonna kiss me, Mikey? It's just like <laughs> it, it's just yeah, it's a little more tongue in cheek that way, but still fucking it is Apparently, pointless. It is pointless and it was basically just what I, my point, but Tina is also blind that she can't tell the difference in size between her boyfriend and this fucking giant. Yeah, Yeah. Mikey, you gained 55 pounds of muscle. Holy fuck. And grew a foot and a half. Yeah, you look great. (laughs) She doesn't notice at all. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, uh, whatever. And then, like, he's wearing the glove. She and I know I don't know what Michael's point was, what their point to doing all this was, but. I guess Michael's point is he's going to pick her up and go to the party and kill her. I, or there, maybe Again, but, there is no point. <laughs> but there is no fucking point. Whatever the point was, all that ends up happening, and I know the police cause a part of this, but still, Michael Myers picked up someone and drove them to the store to get cigarettes. That is the scene. And you can say, well... The police were going to like, you know, the police got there. Michael couldn't kill her. Michael stops the fucking car, backs up and takes her to the store after he drove by. Because yeah. she's like, hey, stop the store. I want to get a pack of smokes. Michael speeds up and drives her. She's like, I said, stop the fucking car. Michael slams on the brakes. And then she's like, well, come on. And Michael backs up the car and you can just picture Michael saying, fucking Jesus, fucking Jesus. Dude, I, I, yeah, I'm convinced. I'm convinced that Michael just like, he couldn't he stand her anymore. <laughs> like, he's like, Jesus, fuck, get out of the car, lady. And fucking, she, he drives her back to the store to get cigarettes. That is literally all he did. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen the video of the, the Uber driver who somebody tries to cancel the ride on him? So he like pulls off to the side of the road and is telling her to get out of the car. And he's just he repeats over and over again, just get out of my fucking car. I can just imagine Michael doing that, just <laughs> screaming, over, get out of my fucking car, Dana. Yeah, Michael's just like, you know what? I was never gonna talk again, but god damn it. <laughs> they, you know, if they really wanted to be, they they're constantly <sighs> trying to be tongue in cheek, like I said, and they're having these stupid dumb cops and they, these laughable moments uh they literally should have just had her bitching and bitching and bitching and then michael just <laughs> swings and cuts her head off and we yeah. move on and like yeah. yeah or he just decks her in the face <laughs> like, <laughs> just, just yeah like if you're gonna do that stupid shit you might as well at least just end it in a, in i was thinking in my way. head 
I was thinking of Hannah. She was getting out of the car. And Michael just like, you know, I could fucking kill you, and nobody would blame me. They blame <laughs> me for a lot of other murders, but they would fucking praise me if I killed you. Yeah, he should. He should just ran her over when she got out of the car. <laughs> oh my god! And he waits for it. Like she goes in, and of course Jamie is freaking out because she can tell she the psychic link kicks in. She knows Tina's with Michael. Yeah, this whole time during this scene, we kind of jumped ahead a little bit, but there's like this yeah. pageant going on, and and Jamie's now wearing the dress that Tina brought her earlier, and uh, but the, yeah, she's going on to display her her costume and, and a tiara and whatnot, and um, she starts freaking out because of what's happening with Tina, and Billy is like dressed as a pirate is trying to like uh, <laughs> interpret again, yeah, interpret what she's saying, so she like ends up like passing out. Or not passing out, but I guess fainting and uh, yeah. still trying to get out this message. And like you have the cops over her, Loomis is over her, and <laughs> then Billy's right in there. Yeah, Billy's <laughs> in in her face too. And she finally gets out, big cookie Looking, woman, big you know? cookie yeah. woman. Yeah, and then right away the fucking cops are like, hey, we're gonna do the gas station down the road. <laughs> like, yeah. right, right away the cop knows where it is. <laughs> Emma laughed at that. She's like, what? He just knows. Like, well, I mean, small it, town. It, like, you know, yeah, you'd it see is that a, advertisement. It, honestly, out of all the retarded shit in this fucking movie, <laughs> that like I understand that the cop would know in the small town where a giant billboard yeah. of a chick with cookies over her tits is. Like that is <laughs> yeah. probably the number one hangout of the town. So <laughs> yeah, I like that. Loomis is like, Loomis has a line that makes no sense in that little moment. He's like, woman, big, big store. What kind of store do they sell there? What kind they of store? sell stores at the store, Loomis. What kind of, what kind of store sells big cookie women? Where <laughs> I need to know. No. Jamie, why are you protecting Jamie, them? Jamie, why are you protecting them? Why are you protecting the big cookie woman? <laughs> <laughs> oh god everybody stares at loomis how does he keep getting in here <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so they yeah they swarm the place eventually and tina comes out and cops just over and they're like if you're tina stay where you are and there's like five or six cop cars and michael you know he takes the fuck off and uh, they, Tina's like, oh, is Jamie okay? And they're like, just come with us. Oh, okay, just leave her in that fear of not knowing if Jamie's okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> so they take, um, they take Tina back to the, back to the clinic. She walks in. She sees Jamie. Jamie's like, Tina. And she's like, say it again, Tina. So she talks now. <laughs> Randomly, she talks now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness dude and uh, you know, like i don't know why i'm a piece of shit but every time she's doing the fucking fake ass stutter with the the t -t 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 tina like oh my god it's, it's <laughs> it makes me laugh every time like that might be that i no offense to daniel harris who was literally like she turned 12 on set i think um, mm. But that might be the worst delivery of her career. <laughs> <laughs> might be. And it's like, and, and it's supposed to be this big heartfelt moment. And then like, they're like, I don't fucking Tina. care about Tina. And <laughs> Daniel Harris performance is making me laugh. So all around this scene is completely destroyed. Like, <laughs> it's such a bad scene. Uh, and fucking. Uh, yeah. And then it cuts to like the next scene. Jamie's in bed. And Tina's like, uh, Oh, I gotta go. You know, I'm gonna leave. And Jamie's like, "No, stay with me." And she's like, "Oh, when you're older, you're gonna meet people who make you feel special." And blah 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 blah. Dude, uh, okay, again, 
she had a literal fucking vision of you being at this gas station. She knew you were there because she has this connection with Michael. So one, you know that like that was real. And like, why aren't you fucking second guessing the fact that you were not in the car with your boyfriend? Like, obviously, it wasn't fucking him, and he left you, and somehow Jamie knew that you were with him. Obviously, it wasn't Mikey. It was Michael, okay? So why why would you leave Jamie again? I don't understand. And also, the fucker left you as a prick to you, and you're supposed to be Jamie's friend. This child is obviously distraught, crying. Yeah, she, she just said her first words in a year, and yeah. now you're leaving her. And you're leaving her, and she's like, she's walking out the door, and Jamie is like crying, like this child is about to like have a breakdown, and she's like, Tina, don't leave, don't leave, and Tina's like, well, I have to, you know, gotta go get laid, sorry. Yeah, it's like, listen, when you're you're a grown up, you'll understand how important Dick is to you, okay? All right. (laughs) And then if you listen to Daniel Harris' podcast, maybe Tina was right this whole time. I mean, yeah. yeah great show. <laughs> Highly recommend. <laughs> um, uh, uh, not suitable for public places, though. I'm just going to tell you that. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, like she's leaving. It's, uh, no one cares about Jamie. No one. I don't give, nobody gives a shit about this little girl. Yeah. I mean, I guess she did stab her, her foster mother. So. Maybe everyone just low-key hates her. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Even Rachel. Rachel's like, I don't like that little bitch. Yeah, I mean, dude, it is like it is Rachel's legitimate mother. Mom. Yeah. Yeah. So I Yeah, like mom already has to deal with dad yelling at her about his fucking ties. (laughs) I would have had way more fun with the movie if they went that route. (laughs) Like Rachel finally, like, there's build up and build up and and Jamie. Like she basically ends up being the, you know, um, the the boy that cried wolf. So over and over again, she's wrong about what she's seeing, and then finally gets to the point where Rachel's just like, Jesus, fuck, Jamie. Like you first you stabbed my goddamn mother, and now you're just being a fucking shitty goddamn sister. God go, damn it, you go fuck yourself, and then she dies. I mean, I uh, I don't know. I guess you you probably hate Rachel, but seriously though, like. We really can't dismiss what just happened there. Like she did put on a costume and stab the fuck out of her foster mother. Yeah, a I, mean, I, I get why. Yeah, like I mean, <laughs> I get why we might be on the edge of our seat. Like, <laughs> but like, I mean, but the movie portrays her as this girl who's like not like that. Like she's she's tormented. She's she's scared. She's upset, and everyone around her is leaving her. And she doesn't question the. I get well. No, I guess because Jamie thinks Rachel left too. So never mind. But um, so Tina comes downstairs and Loomis grabs right onto her, gets right close. He's like, "Tina, you can't leave. Don't leave. Just stay here. Be sensible." And Tina's like, "Oh, I'm never sensible if I can help it." No. And uh, it's like, okay. So she leaves, and Loomis is like, "Stop that girl!" And then. Dumbass cop one and two, like, why? On whose orders? Just oh, who's wrong? <laughs> like, who's orders? He's like, well, follow, follow her then. Lisa can do that. If that girl dies tonight, like, okay, yeah. dog, anything for you. Yeah. And they, they follow her. They go outside and she's like, oh, you guys supposed to be following me? He's like, well, at least you can give me a ride to the party. 
oh, the party full of underage drinking? Yes. We police officers will do that. <laughs> <laughs> and not uh, question it. Well, I mean, uh, you know, Deputy Dewboy, uh, he does that shit and scream. <laughs> he does. He yeah, grabs like, <laughs> yeah, Hey, you're underage, son. Nah, I'm just kidding. Have a good time. <laughs> Watch you driving. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I, that is like one of my favorite Dewey moments. Though. I'm just kidding. Have a good time. Watch just drive. Have a good time. <laughs> you got any weed? Get some. <laughs> so, oh my God. Fuck. Then um, I think, uh, yeah, so they drive her there. And oh, when she leaves, Michael was there. He follows the police car to the tower farm. Yeah. And, uh, which I don't know why. Like, she's going to Tower Farm. It doesn't fucking matter. You're at the clinic. Jamie's at the clinic. You want to kill <laughs> now, Jamie. Well, now he, he takes the shit so personally after that car ride. He's like, <laughs> He's like I'm going to get bitch that bitch. Gotta go, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to miss her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Jamie's like freaking out. And she, she sneaks out of her room with, with Billy, right? Yeah, because um, Billy tells her like, she's like, "I need to find Tina." And Billy's like, "You don't even know where they are, but I do." But where? I do the Tower Farm. The tower Farm. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. And um, and then we uh, the nurse tells them like, "Oh, Jamie's not in her room. This little girl's just coming around the corner." Loomis grabs her, <laughs> rips the mask off, and little girl's like, "Ah!" And she's like. <laughs> In the shit, <laughs> they should have just kept running with it, dude. Like they should have, he should have thrown her over the fucking balcony. Like, God damn it! <laughs> and someone's like, again, how does this guy keep in here? I was like, I was thinking, like, because the sheriff comes in, bragging, and he's like, or Meeker, he's like, Loomis, the hell are you doing? And I was just picturing Loomis saying, look. The only person I'm stronger than is the children, and even then, it's a 50-50 shot. <laughs> he should have shot her in the face. <laughs> I killed the evil child. Oh, no, that's wrong. <laughs> wrong again. Evil dies tonight. <laughs> yeah, evil dies tonight. He's shooting all the fucking kids. Oh. <laughs> this, is, this is for the fucking mom and Halloween 4. <sighs> Where are all the drunken hillbillies now from Halloween 4? <laughs> <laughs> Loomis just starts going crazy. All the children are evil. <laughs> Didn't you see Halloween 3? We have to kill the children. <laughs> <laughs> Loomis gets himself locked up. <laughs> That would be uh, that would be pretty funny. That would be pretty funny because when Michael does get arrested in the movie, you just you just fucking like pan over to Loomis. Like, ah, what are you in for? Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kids, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're now we're now at the Tower Farm, uh, and we know Tina, Sam, and Spitz. Uh, okay. Jesus. Fuck. They, they decide, they decide that they're going to put this, or they're going to play a prank. Oh, Jesus. There are two fucking Narnar cops. Yeah. Cause and, the cops are there watching the party cause they're following Tina. Yeah. Th- this is another example of just so beyond idiotic and unrealistic. Like this is equivalent 
it's actually worse in my opinion. It's worse than, than Halloween Four. Yeah, the Halloween Four. We're all pretending to be Michael Prank. Now yeah. you you know that something is going on. You may not know it's Michael confirmed, but you know something's going on. You just had a weird encounter with a whole bunch of cops. You have your friend who, uh, I mean, Jamie is going nuts and crying because of what she thinks is Michael and that you're in danger. And the cops know what Michael looks like as far yeah. as like the mask and everything. Yeah. And you are specifically playing this prank on these two cops who are on edge. Yeah. And so they, yeah. So Sam and Tina pretend to be assaulted by Michael, who these cops think is could potentially be out there because of what they've been dealing with all night. And yeah, you're you're taking a knife. He's holding a fucking knife and yep. assaulting Tina and Sam. Dresses Michael Myers. The cops yep. get out of the car and like oh, they should they should have fucking shot him. God, they I wish they would have <laughs> just shot him. <laughs> I wish somebody get shot playing this prank. Because yeah, he comes over with the knife and they get out and the girl screams. She's like, "Don't kill me! I have a friend. She's hot." And he's like, "Got her phone number." And they start laughing, and the cops are like, definitely and he, dude, not he's, funny. He's hold their, oh, they are holding them at gunpoint right now. Michael yeah. is, or, or Spitz, is being held at fucking gunpoint. And he's still holding the knife in the air and waits this whole time before he says, uh, you got her phone number? Like, yeah. he should have gotten shot. And like, yeah. this is a perfect example of why we shouldn't judge cops who maybe get a little trigger happy. I mean, there's a lot of shitty cops out there, but Jesus Christ, if he, if he would have gotten shot there, how are we supposed to make the cops look bad in that moment? If that had been Meeker, the motherfucker had been dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, Meeker would have fucking blown him up, dude. Uh, they're like, definitely not funny. Definitely not funny. <laughs> Fortunately, we're lousy cops. Yeah, well, like they, yes, you are. What a fucking stupid thing to say. Uh, oh, God, I. But seriously, man, like I, I would do anything to have Spitz get shot in that scene. <laughs> like, that please so shoot sense. him, and then Let's like then, then Sam, Sam, and Tina are gonna sit there crying. Like, Why would you shoot him? I can't. It was just a prank. Like, fuck you and your prank. He was holding the <laughs> knife above you for like a long time. Part. Like, ignoring Jesus. the cops telling him to stop like yeah, yeah i just shot him bet your fucking ass i would have shot him if i was a cop wouldn't <laughs> even a second guess like he's stalking after them with a knife and holds a knife like what did you think the outcome was gonna be yeah god damn so stupid uh, i mean even they, they should even if they shot and missed because they are lousy cops like i would have been better with that than just not shooting at all because there's no cop in the world that didn't just pull the trigger yeah, yeah, they should have shot, missed him, and he took the mask off, and then he's like, oh, just a joke, just a but joke. J- Jesus! Yeah. Because, you know, at least in, in the Halloween 4 prank, like, the second a gun got picked up, they stopped. They, they're yeah. like, oh, shit, it's a prank, dude. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, not, nope. Nope, Spitz is being held it's there at gunpoint. Commitment. And continues with the, <laughs> you got her phone number? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so fucking stupid and dumb and idiotic and... Yep. Should have shot him anyway. If we just shoot him anyway. Yeah, after he takes a mask off. You know what? Yeah. Definitely not funny. Poof. Yeah. <laughs> Who's laughing now? <laughs> so <sighs> after that stupid moment, they Spitz and Sam and Tina all take off to the barn because Sam found a kitten. Yeah. And uh they all go to the barn. And basically it's just set up for Sam and Spitz to have sex. 
and like Tina, cheap leaves. Uh, Michael's in the barn. Spitz and Tina are laying in hay. I was telling this to Emma. I was like, movies and TV are lying to you. Hay is not comfortable to lay on. The shit's itchy and rough. Like, oh yeah, like if you want to sit on hay bales when you got a thick pair of jeans on, yeah, great place to sit. To sit, yeah. But nah, I am not taking my clothes off <laughs> on, on a fucking, fucking pile of hay. hay. Yeah, no, no, dude. There's this dude, rolling. I don't hay know if you remember, nah. I remember this back in like 2016. We did the <laughs> the it was 2017 the horrorthon, oh, and yeah. we sat on hay or straw. We were specifically straw for that whole time shooting that. It no, it was horrible. Yeah, it was did not enjoy it, and. You wouldn't imagine having sex <laughs> laying naked no. on the fucking hay. No. no. At least not laying down. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> like stand up, bend her over or something, man. You don't fucking sit there and, and make her lay on her back on the fucking pile of hay and probably cow shit or horse shit that's in there. What is wrong with you? That's a horror. Dude, she she literally, because she's, I imagine, I don't know if they actually specifically say she's a virgin, but safe to say she's probably a virgin. So now yeah. she's going to lose her virginity with a fucking pile of dog sh- or horse shit on her back <laughs> scratched up from all the hay yeah, up from all the hay yeah she's lucky like, it didn't go very far you know she probably was better off dying good for yeah, her good for her. Gonna, thank you michael thank you for being the hero of this movie <laughs> uh, jesus christ so yeah it's basically when tv and movies are lying to you for all the hay it's not it's, it's, fuck that shit um <laughs> so um so they're doing it he grabs the condom he looks like he's in pain when he puts the fucking condom on but uh, whatever I, well yeah and not not to mention he put it on fast I, he did i'm always impressed in movies when they fucking they don't even look down they're just like staring you in the eyes still they're staring their partner in the eyes and put their condom yeah. on I'm like how the fuck did you that was impressive like God, dude, you, you don't even put it on the right way her. like man like you you may have put you may have put it on backwards now you, you're just risking the uh the possibility of it ripping yep <sighs> son of a bitch he's been practicing that shit for months <laughs> yeah apparently shit uh so they they start you know going and michael comes out and he stabs spits through the back with a pitchfork cool, cool. and uh you know he dies Sam gets up, runs. She tries to attack Michael in a piss poor attempt. And uh, Michael kills her with a giant scythe. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. And well, the death is boring, but the the shot of Myers holding the scythe is pretty dope. Yeah, it's cool. Um, Almost like he's death because death's weapon is a scythe. Yeah. I I was going to say as well about that scene, like when they are having their little sex here. it, Tamara Glenn is very on the record about how she, uncomfortable she felt in that scene, that she was not into it at all. Mm-hmm. She did a good job of selling it. She hey, did, yeah. Shout she out to her acting skills. Yeah, good for her. That makes one person in the movie. Good for you. <laughs> um, are we back in the party now with Tina talking to the Wolfman? Because the Wolf guy's like, oh, you know, you want to go swimming with me? And she's like, I just, you just want to see me naked, naked. And he's like, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I mean, we, we, yeah. We see Michael walk out of the, the bar. Oh, right. He kills the cops. Yeah. yeah well, the deputies at first, are, they completely dismiss it, you know, because of Spitz, <laughs> which I, I guess is the whole point of the prank to begin with, to establish the fact that the cops don't care about Michael, but there are certainly better ways to do this. Yeah. Dumb. They, uh, they see him. They're like, 
oh, come on, not again. They look out the window. Hey, pal, girl. he's like, someone's going to get hurt with that thing. Someone's going to get hurt with that thing. And Michael just walks over and we, they die off screen. Yeah. Uh, Because Tina, the, the, everybody runs. Meanwhile, Jamie and Billy are like on their way to the tower farm. Yeah, we we come back, we come back to them several times, like jumping over fences and, <clears throat> which i guess they just know where the tower farm is like i get it they live in that town but they're also like really young would they know where the tower farm is <laughs> nah probably not no <laughs> but you know they they do so yeah they're running there and, and then everyone leaves the party i love the shot in the party there's this old woman just sitting in a chair like looking at all these people in her house <laughs> she looks like she has no idea what's going on um uh. But yeah, they all leave, and then Tina runs out to the barn. She's like, hey, guys, you want to go skinny dipping? And I was like, skinny dipping in October in Illinois. Bro. Nah. No. No. <laughs> no. Unless, unless that shit's in a hot tub. Nope. <laughs> nope, that. that ain't happening. I was born and raised in this bitch, okay? And especially because, like, the butt, we, we know it's northern Illinois. Everything has said northern Illinois in, like, all the movies. And we saw the bus from Chicago, which I guess could go south, but no, it's northern Illinois. It's literally where I was born and raised. Yeah. That shit doesn't happen, bro. Like <laughs> by the time it's it's Halloween, almost one hundred percent of the time, it is at least in the fifties. And no goddamn way am I going out there <laughs> and freezing my nuts off in probably some dirty ass pond on this farm. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you guys fucking nuts. Yeah, hot I- tub or nothing, dog. Yeah. Whose idea would it be to go skinny dip in the middle of fucking October? Actually, yeah. the end of October going to November. So, yeah, the I mean, fuck? It, yeah, they're literally just not. It's a writer who probably is not from here. Um, they they did literally shoot in Utah though, so it's like maybe we should change that line. I don't know. Fuck. So yeah, and she goes into the the barn. She finds a kitten who's got blood on it. She's like, "Oh God!" And uh, earlier, she's like holding a kitten. She's like, "Oh, what am I doing? I hate cats." I was like, "Oh, well, there's one more reason to hate you, Tina." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she uh, she figures out the blood is not the kitten's blood. She uh, she leans on the hay. Her friend's bodies come tumbling down over her. Yep. She runs out of the barn. Uh, Jamie and uh, Billy show up and then yeah. Michael's back in the car. He turns the car on. Tina thinks it's Mike, but then I guess figures out it's not when he drives toward her. Well, yeah. Or I guess she thinks Mike's going to kill her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just kidding. The other. <laughs> uh, sorry about the cigarettes. Michael's like, no, <laughs> there's no. <laughs> no coming back from that. Um, so he chases her down. Uh, he's unable to, he's unable to catch her. And the actress who plays Tina almost got run over in this scene. Dude, this God, this is another example of just being extremely irresponsible with stunts. Mm-hmm. Like, th- yeah, yeah, she did almost get ran. She was now yeah. she was almost ran over, but she did get hurt dump, jumping out of the way where she almost got ran over. I mean, uh, Danielle, a young little girl, is running away from a legitimate car driving behind her, and you're just hoping that. Y- you're driving on grass as well, dude. Like she slips and falls. You're not stopping in time. Like it's so dangerous. The whole scene is so dangerous. 
Yeah, it probably shouldn't even have been done. Like, yeah, because that scene with the actress plays Tina, it shows there's a behind the scenes shot and you can see the crew and all of them are watching the scene and like she falls Mm -hmm. and the car keeps going and you see everybody jump, but the car stops just in time. But like, fuck, (laughs) you almost killed this woman for real. And and yeah, the whole thing with like Danielle running and it's just fuck. And he's chasing her. He's driving over. Emma thought they were pot plants. Uh, I don't know. They're those. That would be the biggest fucking pot plants ever. (laughs) That's why. Yeah, trees. It's a a, yeah. It's a pine farm. Yeah, that's why I said I was like, I guess they're tree farmers. Yeah. And uh, so my (laughs) Michael's driving after bobbing and weaving, and then he hits a tree. That he had looked like he had plenty of time to stop for, but he just drove into it. Yeah, and, and I think Don Don got hurt there. Yeah, yeah, I think Don. Uh, yeah, he when he crashes into the tree, he got hurt, and then he never. Uh, the director, um, which is uh, oh, Dominique, uh, Dominique Jerry Gerard. Gerard. Yeah. yeah, he um, he, he forgot to cut. cut. Yeah, he forgot. Yeah, cut. So and the fire, like- the fire is just picking up on the car. And he's just <laughs> still sitting there. Uh, yeah it's like uh dude we the action doesn't stop until you yell cut this is starting to get intense yeah as emma's like well i guess michael can drive unless there's a tree in front of him (laughs) he just drives into the tree um he was bound to crash eventually yeah and then um so the the horn is going because michael's head's laying on the horn they're like oh danielle's like or jamie is like Oh, sigh of relief. You know, it's over. It's done. And then the horn stops. It's yep. like, yeah, we knew Michael. Yeah. He gets out of the car and he starts walking towards Jamie. Uh, he originally started chasing Jamie because Jamie yelled to him and said, no, here, here. And then he almost ran Billy over. Billy jumped <laughs> out of the way. Uh, so then Michael is, he's towering over Jamie. Jamie's on the ground. He's about to stab her. Tina runs in. And Tina gets stabbed, and I cheered. It's yeah. like, oh, thank God, <laughs> Jesus, yeah. thank At you. This is this is the one moment that Tina at least has some sort of fucking dignity and heroism. Like she does something. Finally, she jumps in the way to make sure that she's the one that gets killed by Michael rather than Jamie. It's the only moment in the entire film that gives her any sort of redemption. Uh, but it's not been, enough. It should <laughs> have been enough. Rachel. It should have been Rachel. Yeah, that should have been. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, instead, it's this annoying fucking character that we couldn't wait to see die. And that's the problem. It's like, yeah, this is her one moment of like, you know, <laughs> not where being you could kind of cheer. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because like we hate the character if it had been rachel we would have felt something right because right. we love rachel but now they got it fucking ass backwards and kill the character gave a character a moment that we didn't care about because we hate the fucking character yeah and um so billy and jamie get up and run and of course who finds them loomis who's creeping around in the woods and doesn't announce himself before and just grabs them and scares the shit out of them yeah did he ever know that they were going to tower farm i i guess he knew tina was going there oh yeah because so. he knew where the cops went yeah yeah so but yeah he got there 
and uh, scared the shit out of them, brings them out. And I was thinking when he brought them out, he just said, it's okay. I scared the shit out of them <laughs> before I found them. Yeah. And he brings yeah. them out and um, to the police and everything. And um, Jamie's like, oh, you know, or Loomis says, like, will you help me now? It's like, she tried to help you earlier. The dog. Or whatever. And uh, Jamie's like, what he? She says, um, can you kill him? And Loomis is like, I think so. Yeah, pro- <laughs> I mean, probably. Yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm not going to guarantee uh-huh. anything. I mean, yeah. Jesus. But, you know. <laughs> and she's like, what do you want me to do? And then, so I guess he tells her to plan. Everyone leaves. Loomis is standing there in the woods. We see Michael in the back. He's kind of walking. He walks out into a little bit of the, like moonlight there. And Loomis is like, if you think if you kill them all, the rage will go away. It won't, Michael. It'll just destroy you too. Go, go home, Michael. <laughs> go home. She'll, you'll find me there. You'll find her there. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> just All right. See you later. <laughs> see you later. Just you know, give me that message. <laughs> By the way, your house is a giant Victorian house now. Huge. <laughs> I left the address on a tree over here, just in case. <laughs> yeah, just in case you can't find it, because it is very different now. It took me a while. <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah, the, michael's just we, standing what the fuck <laughs> we do we do go back to to michael's house and uh jamie's you know she's sitting up in on the second floor uh yeah in the judith room basically i i guess your guess is as good <laughs> as mine um yeah, and she's sitting there brushing her hair, of course, like Judith. And yeah. uh, you have Deputy Charlie Block. He's there. Um, not as quite as stupid as yeah. these other ones. Um, yeah, and, you know, he's saying, like, hey, I'll, I'm right outside the door if you need me. You know, yeah. you, you, and then she has, like, a signal. She knocks twice with her hairbrush, and he'll come right in. You know, yeah. He'll be there. Um, yeah, so... I don't know. I mean, now it's basically we're kind of into a Halloween four scenario again, where we're locked down in the house. Waiting. Yeah, Meeker's outside with the SWAT team and everyone else. He's like, "Hey, you guys in position? Yeah, can you can he see you? No, I can't see me." <laughs> Lewis is like, well, "I can't see you, Sheriff, but we can all certainly hear you." Yeah. He's, all right, Lewis, <laughs> keep it down. He's like, "All right, Lewis, this is my operation." Then <laughs> he's like, "All right, guys, keep it down on the radio channel, motherfucker. You were the only one talking, like." <laughs> Nobody else was talking except you. But you tell everyone to keep it down. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and then Jamie starts, and I have a question about this, but Jamie starts to, she's like, Billy, B- Billy, Billy. And then um, Loomis is like, Mika, he's at the clinic. So they gather up every fucking cop, everyone they had there at uh, the Myers house. And they go to the uh, to the clinic, and Meeker's like, "Loomis, I'm gonna move the little girl to the police station." And he's like, "Understood." So they all leave. Really noted. They all leave, and um, uh, Loomis throws the radio into the bushes. And he's like, "Now nah, you'll come, won't you, Michael?" And uh, he goes upstairs, and then the uh, deputy Charles 
He's like, well, I think you've done your night's work, Jamie. You know, let's go. Loomis comes in, locks the door. And John's like, the hell are you doing? He's like, you got five seconds to give me that key before I take it. And then, you know, Loomis pulls a gun on him. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, Michael does show up. He in a cop car. Don't know yeah, why he, he got like, that. He like rams into the back of another cop car. Yeah. And then he smashes that dude's face against the steering wheel over and over again. Yeah. Meanwhile, his partner's like, what's his uh, what's his partner's name? Fuck. Uh, uh, you mean the guy in the house? The guy in the car that Michael kills. Uh, the guy in the car that he kills is Deputy Gray, I believe. And oh, I just love it. It's, he's like, Gray, Gray, come in. Are you okay? Meanwhile, you can just hear this guy on the other end. Ah, ah. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, like, like another common fucking movie trope that he's not holding the button down to talk. Yeah, yeah, but... It's funny because, like, the whole time he's like, come in, come in. Are you okay? And you hear the guy dying on the other yeah. side. Like, obviously, he's not okay. He's not going to answer you. Uh, yeah, obviously, uh, they added that later in post. And uh, that dude was not hearing any sounds. I imagine he was told it would just be silence. Yeah. It just, it just it comes off so funny. Like, are you okay? Ah! Ah, come on, tell me if you're okay. Right, you good though? I just I can't. What are you eating? What's going on down there? <laughs> yeah, you got a donut. You saving yeah. it for me? Come on now. <laughs> and yeah, and then Loomis. I guess that's when Loomis pulls the gun. He's like, Charlie, Charlie, Michael Myers is outside. Stay with the little girl. <laughs> yeah, and he he makes this he makes this weird. Attack. So he goes off anyway. And uh, he tries to make this rope ladder thing, and he tosses it out the window. Like you know, Michael's outside. Like, yeah. you know, Michael's out there. Then you decide to go ahead and tell go Jamie outside. to, yeah, go outside by yourself. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, see ya. Yeah. So Michael comes in the house, and Loomis is like looking for him, and he turns around and sees Michael there, and he's talking to the talking to him. He's like, "The little girl can make the rage go away, Michael." Michael like looks upstairs, and it's like, "Oh, she's not up there, Michael." She's down here in the heart of the house, in the basement. Let me let me take you to her. Come on. Being all creepy-like. And he's like, oh, you don't need that. And he almost gets the knife. Michael almost gives up the knife. And yeah. uh, But then he slashes Loomis across the chest, throws him into a window and throws him through the – or into a window and then grabs him, throws him through the, the railing. Yeah. I'll just picture Michael saying to Loomis what everyone says about Michael. He's like, why won't you die? Like I keep doing these things to you, and you keep reappearing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, how yeah. the fuck? Yeah, you uh, think Loomis at this point would just be like purely enraged with Michael, but not. I mean, kind of, but not really. Yeah, I don't know. He, uh, so yeah. Then they're trying to make the rope ladder. Michael makes his way upstairs, breaks the door. Charles shoots him with his pistol like yeah, once. Times. Yeah, like that gun looks like it holds six bullets. Yeah, it looks it's, like he's holding a revolver. Yeah. yeah. And he, he shoots him like 10 times. Yeah. Uh, and the door. Like he misses a lot too. Yeah. So he thinks like, ah, it's over, puts his gun away. Michael, of course, you know, breaks into the door, hangs um, the cop, hangs him from the rope ladder from the house. And uh, so Jamie takes off running through the, the Myers house. And she finds the laundry chute. 
and she climbs and she pulls it down. She climbs inside and she's like hiding. Michael uh, breaks into the room, goes to check the door, but then checks the laundry chute instead, finds Jamie, yeah. reaches for it. Jamie lets go and falls all the way down to the bottom, just boom, like right down to the bottom. You see her, she's like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then she has to, like, so Michael goes down to open up the laundry chute, which is now jammed up because of the weight of Jamie, and she is somehow able to climb back up the chute, um, and Michael's stabbing away, trying to stab her inside of the chute. She's which, able to bounce off of his knife yeah, and get back up. Which I think they used a real knife for that Dude, scene. They, this is a, another good example of how insane, like, whoever the stunt coordinators were in this movie should never work on in hollywood ever again (laughs) like what what a fucking joke because yeah she's in not only this little girl was in a very real laundry chute which is just claustrophobic and dangerous and in of itself like Mm -hmm. yeah here you go here's this rustic ass laundry chute and but then like they literally they have don shank stabbing away with a real knife in the chute just telling jamie they're telling danielle to to hold on yeah like don't don't fall yeah, and then at one point she, she gets stabbed. Yeah, he did but, cut her, right? Yeah, he he fucking hit her in one of the one of the stabs, hit her in the leg. And if you look when she's climbing back up, they show That's, her leg and it has real limping. Yeah, she yeah. well she has blood dripping down her leg. That is from when Don Shanks stabbed her with a real fucking knife through the laundry chute. What the fuck? Jesus Christ. Hey, dude, I'm surprised that, they didn't that, get shut down with all the like Dude, shit. that fact alone, that like they could have sued them for so much goddamn money. You, you yeah. have a little girl in a shoot and she's getting stabbed by a real knife, not a prop. Like what? Unreal. Unreal. That that's a thing. Ridiculous. Like none of this shit should have ever happened. And it wouldn't if you had proper stunt coordinators and s- proper safety protocols in place. Like, yeah. Was there what? anybody like competent on set at all? Like, do we have a competent director who knows how to yell cut? Do we have a competent writer who knows how to write proper dialogue <laughs> and good characters? Do we have a prop, a competent fucking, uh, I don't know, stunt coordinator? Shit. Like, what is going on? <laughs> like, do we have a proper production management or a fucking a scout, scout reporter who could find a house that matches the original Myers house? Like, nobody <laughs> on this movie did a good job. It's the fucking janitor competently. <laughs> like, Jesus, probably not. Like, God. fuck. I would love to sit down and watch this movie with someone who's into stunts and who is good at stunts and who's a coordinator and just have them see this shit and talk about how awful it is. It's, un- it's unreal, dude. Uh, Don Pike, by the way, was the stunt coordinator in this movie. So uh-huh. I don't know if it's his responsibility for things like that, but I think we should probably... Uh, address that a little bit uh, <laughs> not to mention we... the fact he's stabbing this shoot with a real knife and there's shots where he's wearing the mask and stabbing yeah so again, which i would hope that she wasn't actually in the shoot then i would hope because his vision is a, more limited with the mask on stabbing and he's stabbing like ferociously like you know rapidly with that knife i'm going to assume she wasn't in the shoot in that scene but yeah yeah I would, I, at least the makeup department seemed to know what they they were doing, because uh, yeah. the makeup department has Robert Kurtzman, who I mean he did shit like Wishmaster and uh, from Dust Till Dawn, and he's even today he's still around doing makeup in like the Hollywood House and Doctor Sleep and uh, yeah. very iconic 
uh, special effects supervisor. And then Greg Nicotero also worked yeah. in this movie, who, by the way, um, it, was, it said in, in the movie commentary for this that Greg Nicotero was dating um, Wendy, uh, which uh, her name is Wendy Foxworth now. It was uh, Kaplan, Wendy Kaplan uh, at the time of this movie. They were dating. Who's she's plays Tina. So he was dating Tina. Oh, yeah. So this yeah. is all Greg's fault. God damn son of a bitch. I know he said that he he had a back and forth with the director at one point about one shot where the director it was when that cop gets killed that Michael runs into the back of the car. Greg yeah. was saying like, oh, you know, I told him if you can do this and the camera can do that. And and then he said the director told him, oh, what do you know? You're just a special effects guy. You know, stick to your your job. Yeah, and uh, now what is Greg doing? Oh, he's directing literal episodes <laughs> of The Walking Dead. Hmm, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. And what is what is Dominic? Uh, what is he doing these days? Uh, um, let me see if I can find anything. <laughs> he's most known for Halloween Five: The Revenge of Michael Myers. Oh. So. Dude, here's actually this is a crazy fucking fact. Wow. Hmm. I had no idea. So Halloween Kills, uh, he was the second unit director. Are you fucking kidding me? Wow, this motherfucker. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, wow. dude, he was the associate director, second unit on Halloween Kills. So he did all the shit that uh, David Gordon Green couldn't do. Like that didn't get around to shooting. That's crazy. Wow. wow, that's so he's a part weird. of two bad Halloween movies, dude. It's it's so weird because yeah, he's done some like a TV movies, like American movies, but ninety nine percent of his work, especially in the last thirty years after like Halloween Five, were all movies in Switzerland. They are not English movies. And all he comes back and does Halloween Kills. What the what <laughs> is going on? <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's just that's random. Wow. That's insane. That, that is so weird. <laughs> Just, what the fuck? It all comes full circle. I guess so, yeah. He's like, uh, I'm back to fuck it up again. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I, as a second unit, you'd think, and I don't know, what, what, what would the second unit even handle in kills? It would pretty much be establishing shots. Like, he couldn't have done much, I wouldn't think. I don't know what the B team, would, what a B unit would be doing in kills, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Watch, so, he probably he probably directed the entire like hospital scene with the <laughs> dude jumping out the window or something. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Maybe wow. he filmed the mob scene and beat him up, Michael, at the end. I think uh, more importantly, what is the uh, um, what is that fucking stunt coordinator doing these days i'm gonna look that up here in a second <laughs> i'll find that let's continue on while we're at it yeah so um that jamie crawls out of the laundry chute michael's frustrated that he can't get her and uh so jamie's running through the house uh eventually loomis is back up he grabs jamie and he's out at the bottom of the stairs michael uh, comes out, sees Loomis, has Jamie. Loomis is uh, saying, "Oh, come on, Michael! You know, catch the little girl. Come on, yeah, you want He's literally, he's egging Michael on and like holding Jamie out in front. Jamie's like freaking the fuck out. Yeah, and yeah, well, um, because 
Yeah, because Loomis is like, come on, catch the little girl. Come on, you want her? Come on. And uh, so he's baiting Michael and he leads him into the, I don't know, like entrance area, living room area, whatever. And he pulls a, a string and this giant chain net falls on Michael and he he lets Jamie go. And then he grabs a gun, a trank, trank dart gun, and he starts shooting um, shooting Michael with these tranquilizer darts. And, of course, Michael doesn't go down. Michael eventually grabs the gun away from him, still with the net. So Loomis grabs a two-by-four, rips a board off a window, starts beating Michael. Don Shanks had his nose broken in this scene by <laughs> Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, so... This is a laundry list of fucking things, <laughs> injuries and shit and potential, like almost injuries in this movie. But yeah, Lewis beats the hell out of Michael and he's saying, die, die, die over and over and over again. Eventually, Michael, you know, passes out and Lewis falls on top of him and just looking at him like, <clears throat> like we're breathing and shit. <laughs> he's looking at Michael. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking weird. And um, so the cops show up back there. Oh, the other thing was we do see Meeker and them at the clinic and they're checking it. There's a fire. We never see Billy again. And she was saying, Billy, Billy, did Michael kill Billy? Is that what we're led to believe? No. I mean, we never see him again. We do see them bring out a dead cop. And I guess that's where Michael got the car from. Uh yeah, we never see Billy again. We never see if he's all right. Nope. I think uh, I think Jeffrey Landman, uh, who plays Billy, said something about this um, at some point in his career. Yeah. I don't think he's dead. I don't remember what happened. Is there? There might be even a deleted scene about it. I, I can't remember. I'm sure he probably survived. Um. So yeah, and then so the next scene, uh, they have Michael in custody. They left his mask on. Dude. Uh, <laughs> they, they don't unmask him when they take him into custody. They uh, they just cuff him and shackle him and take him that way. And then they put him in a jail cell. And you see Michael sitting in there, squatted down, playing with his chains. So <laughs> with his mask this, on. This, this, all right, man. Like, <laughs> a lot happened in this whole last get-go here. Um, one, the entire trap that Loomis set up is just ridiculous. I don't know when he found the time to do that. I guess, uh, the man in black boots watched him set this trap up that time (laughs) that he was there. He set up the, the chain link bullshit. He had the, the tranquilizer gun ready. I just, what the hell? But then the whole thing with, uh, Jamie being in the attic with the coffin. Oh, right. I skipped over that shit. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Like Jamie, Jamie comes up to the attic and finds, well, she yeah, this sees, is, it's right after she gets out of the laundry chute. She, yeah, yeah. she goes to the attic. She finds Rachel when yeah. that's sad as fuck she, and shit, but <laughs> she finds Max and it's a very obviously like stuffed animal. Like it's a very obvious fake looking dog you know like it, it's it doesn't even yeah. they didn't even try to make it look real it it looks like a stepped animal and yeah she finds rachel and that's the that moment you feel something because like oh it's right she's seeing rachel dead right right yeah and so you're sad unlike when tina fucking died yeah <laughs> and yeah so she finds the coffin 
she hears Michael coming. Oh, and Mike's body's there too. I don't know yeah, when they're, he like, had... they're like all there for some reason. Yeah. I don't know when he had time to take Mike's yeah, when body did he, there. When but... did he do that and not cross paths with Loomis? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. And so Jamie crawls into the coffin or a casket, whatever. And Michael comes up, sees her in the casket, co- fucking coffin. And he gets ready to stab her. And she's like, uncle. And she yeah, says, and then he, he just, he freezes in his tracks. And this is like, um, this is what I made fun of when I did the members video on this, uh, is like, oh, yeah, okay, he's just not going to be affected at all by that and just continue to kill her. And like, oh, no, he stops. Like, yep. Oh, okay. Um, she says, weird. So he has an actual emotional connection to her. Yeah, because she's like, boogeyman. And then Michael, and then she's like, let me see. And Michael takes the mask off and cries. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, surely he won't take his mask off. Oh, he does. Okay, all right, he's taking his mask off. And then I was like, well, sure. I mean, surely he's not going to show any emotion here, you know, like Michael never has before. Oh, he's yeah. fucking crying. Okay. Like, uh, like what? So stupid. So much what? different than we've ever seen the character. And he's supposed to be a psycho. Like he's supposed to. Have, he's supposed to have no emotions. Zero. Yeah. He doesn't feel anything. Like, all. I guess they could try to justify it by saying that. Uh, no, he's not a psycho at all. He's only killing because the cult tells him to. And it's like, well, I don't really care how you want to justify. It. It's retarded, no matter what. The cult's stupid. The him having emotions all of a sudden and crying is stupid. Uh, he's got these puppy dog brown eyes. It's like, okay. Um, but then he just snaps. Her touch makes him just go fucking nuts. And he yeah. just, just destroys the place. And then he's, you know, game on. And yeah, that's she, when she runs to the bottom of the stairs and runs into Loomis. And yeah. she becomes the bait. Yeah. Yeah. Because she falls out of the coffin and Michael throws the coffin everywhere. And yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I totally forgot about that part. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and then, it's just one more stupid fucking moment in this movie. Yeah, so then the trap happens. Michael gets arrested. Yeah, and um, then back to that fucking point. Like, Michael sitting there. One, it's already stupid that he's sitting there on his fucking knees like a petty little bitch. Yeah. But then he's in his coveralls and mask still. How the fuck? Why? Why would you not take the mask off? Why would that ever, ever happen? Like they're literally just it's suspension of disbelief. We need to keep the mask on, Michael. We can't take it off. That'd be ridiculous. Even though we had him take it off and cry like a little bitch five minutes ago, <laughs> we're not. No, no, cops can take his mask off. We can't just look the at the back of his head. Do is take the mask off because oh, yeah. they want to see his real face so they can identify him. Yeah, no, it, it's so so stupid, stupid. Uh, and yeah, it, it's just sitting there like fiddling with his chains, like he like he's ashamed. Or like he, like he should be just standing up, staring at them. Yeah, or or at least do it, just not doing what he's doing, not yeah, sitting there not playing doing. with the fucking chains, looking down, <laughs> crying like a little girl. Like Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, and, like, and then Meeker's like, the National Guards will come and take him to a maximum security where he'll stay to the day he dies. And then Jamie's like, he'll never die. Yeah, and uh, and we never see Loomis again. Loomis isn't there. He's just, he's gone. Rest of the movie. Loomis is out. Um, and then one of the cops is like, oh, I'll take you back to the clinic. Uh, 
gets her in the car. It's kind of creepy. Like that cop just kind of like looks at her. Uh, it's weird. And uh, they're getting ready to go back to the clinic. Man in Black shows up, uh, shoots up the whole fucking place after throwing a bomb of some sort. You just see his silhouette with a machine gun and cops dying. Uh, the one cop that was going to drive Jamie runs back in. He dies, obviously. Jay he tells Jamie, you know, stay here. She doesn't. <laughs> she gets out of the car. She goes in. Um, and she yeah. walks through the just police station of just dead cops. Yeah, and, and Meeker's dead, too. They're yes. all dead. Me they kill Meeker off screen. Another they, yeah, they kill character. Meeker off screen with the fucking assault rifle by a character yeah. we we've never seen before. Yep, it's like oh Jesus and like, dude, Sheriff Meeker is a cool character. Established yeah. really well at Halloween Four, and that's that's what you do. It's another him. thing. This movie just takes everything Halloween Four did that people love about Halloween Four and just shit on it. Yeah, and just like you know those characters you like, not nah, they're dead and really. <laughs> off screen or really weak ass ways that cool ending now nah, fuck that that's out like yeah, loomis they, oh we're gonna make loomis really fucking like bad in this one <sighs> and yeah so jamie's walking through the hallway she sees all the dead cops she gets to michael's cell the bars are like blown off and then there's fire and and we just the last shot the last thing in the movie is jamie saying no and then it—that's Halloween Five. Uh, yeah. By the way, that no that she has there at the end—that um, was sampled in Happy Death Day. Oh, was it? Yeah. Huh. I don't know when. I need to look that up. But yeah, it's in there. So, hmm. cool How about that. Yeah. So uh, a stupid fucking ending. Um, <laughs> I guess at the very least, it 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 left us on a cliffhanger with questions. Uh, questions well, that I question. never, I never wanted to ask. Like, uh, uh, it's just I fucking hate this movie. I can dude, say it again and again. It is. <laughs> I I don't understand how you go from something that is Halloween four, and you're you're like, man, we we hit the fucking jackpot here. We're making a ton of money, and then you write this. It, it <laughs> it's like you never even watched the movie that happened before it it's like you were given a list of characters to include in the movie and find a way to put them in there but yeah. you never saw anything with them before yeah it's it's just and you've insane. got these returning characters but don't treat them well just get them out of the way or in meeker's case barely use them and then kill them off screen you know yeah it's like just just make sure you fill it with character with uh, a body count like just just put fodder in there it doesn't matter this one's annoying this one's the asshole this one's a clown and this one's a virgin there you go yeah yeah i don't and, mean it's i was just saying it takes all the goodwill the howling and howling four has its problems like we talked about it but it's for the most part it's good like it people generally genuinely like Halloween four so like Take all that goodwill that that movie built up, but that great ending, shit on it all, and just just fuck it all. Just don't even try, don't even care. Just fill this movie with bullshit. It's Michael Myers. I mean, who cares? Um, have him cry in one scene. Yeah, this is uh, this movie. 
Um, that's why I don't understand how you could possibly say Halloween Resurrection, Resurrection is worse than this. Like it is. Resurrection know, maybe makes if more it, sense. <laughs> like maybe if it wasn't a sequel to Halloween, a standalone thing, it can kind of you can justify some of the story elements and whatnot. But dude, it doesn't make any sense to the series that it's in. It's just broken. It's a broken fucking movie. And then you just look at how it was made, too. And it just makes me even angrier with things like the stunt problems and Myers House being completely different and all these different things that went wrong. I mean, it's a pretty despicable movie. Yeah, it's it's complete trash. It's the one that I would want to watch the least. Like It really is. I would watch Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 before watching Halloween 5. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think well, I, I don't. I think this movie, this movie's <laughs> probably worse. It's very close with Halloween too. Um, if, but I, I don't know. I, I get. I think Daniel Harris gives me enough to enjoy. Donald Pleasance gives me enough to distract me from how horribly they're written in this movie. Um, yeah, so I can, I, I can find myself coming back to it here and there for those reasons. But like that, that's it. Like it, there's, it's a horrible movie. Oh, it's fucking so bad. Tina is the worst character in the franchise, not counting the remakes like that. But from from Halloween to Halloween Resurrection, I think Tina's the worst. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and I did, you're... I did a a little more research here on on Don Pike. Ah, and Don Pike. Uh, I mean, he seemed to have a pretty lengthy career. He has uh, 58 different credits and stunts, uh, a lot of which I'm checking how much he coordinated. He seemed to coordinate a decent amount. Um, I don't know, nothing like very popular. Uh, he did Halloween 5, obviously. He actually was, he. I think he did, he was more successful as a stunt man versus a stunt coordinator. Because he did mm-hmm. stunts in like a Nightmare on Elm Street, for example, and whatnot. But okay. um, I think the most popular thing that he ever coordinated was Star Trek Six. So <laughs> he did he did coordinate that. But I don't know, man. There's some things that happen in this movie, and especially because uh, Don Pike did a whole bunch of car stunts in his life. Mm. It's kind of shitty that something so stupid could happen on the set of Halloween Five. Yeah, he stabbed a little girl. <laughs> a little girl actually get cut by a knife. Yeah. Like, and Don, yeah, one of your actually almost got run over. Like, eh. Yeah, Don Pike, uh, I mean, his last credit was Arlington Road uh, in 1999. And I think, like, he he never worked after that. I actually, I believe he passed away in 2018. It's honestly oh. kind of hard to tell um, <laughs> because it, there's no real proper, uh, like, biography on him mm. but it, yeah it, it looks like he passed away at the age of 88 oh there you go so i'm not gonna shit on you too much don because <laughs> i don't want to do that i don't want to wrestle you out of your grave here but yeah i don't think don was uh much of a coordinator i think he he should have just performed the stunts <laughs> that day the stunts and not, yeah. <laughs> not set them up yeah yeah god Halloween five. How it just boggles the mind how much they shit the bed. It is uh um, like, it is interesting to me that they took what happened in Halloween five 
and um, went ahead and made a Halloween six and continued the story. <laughs> like, yeah. Like you look at the results of Halloween five and how it's like the least successful Halloween movie ever. Mm. And yeah. And you're like, Oh, you know what? We'll finish the story. Yeah. We'll finish the story. And yeah. said that maybe they should have pulled a requel all the way back then. You know? I, yeah, they definitely should have because I like Halloween 6, but Halloween 6's story is fucking, like, <laughs> batshit crazy, too. Yeah, it, it is bonkers, but at least it, it establishes characters that are enjoyable, you know? That's true, um, and it does have a good... Michael looks good, the mask. Yeah, My, Michael looks good. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of... it's. They took what is the fucking diarrhea of Halloween 5, and they're like, how do we make this work? Yeah. And they tried their um, best. Yeah. I mean, I mean, two different yeah. cuts in the movie and one's better with story. One's better with kills. Right. And they, yeah. I mean, it did launch a career of Paul Rudd. So that's yeah, true. Gave us Ant man. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Halloween six for that. Everybody shits on him in that movie. His acting he is that? He is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily him or maybe the way he was directed or the script, but uh, yeah, he's, very awkward very awkward yeah. in that movie um and it's, he has it's several different times where he i don't know kind of like flips this weird switch like he's supposed to be creepy i yeah. think um but it never goes away like even when you're like liking him uh it just never goes away he continues to be creepy as shit even in that like his final moments fighting michael and he's yeah. beating the shit up with the pipe he's creepy then too and the way he's smiling <laughs> at him and shit it's like okay yeah uh Chill out, Paul. That'll be a uh, weird one to review if we ever get to it because there's two different cuts. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, going into the producer's cut would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it does have that whole baby storyline. Like, whose baby it is. Is it that? The, 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 <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah just, Halloween's a, a weird a weird franchise and you know Halloween H2O talking about that like that is technically like the first legit requel that's true did, did any other did yeah man nobody else did that like up until that point I mean they made they made a choice to eliminate you know, three four technically but three movies out of the franchise entirely and start go back to the beginning and yeah. continue with the main character so I don't think any other series has done that because like, yeah, New Nightmare wouldn't count because New Nightmare took it outside of the yeah, no, that, franchise. That's yeah. yeah so, like, uh, um, I mean, Friday the 13th, it ignores certain sequels, but not it doesn't go. It, it's not in a way to go back and connect the stories to the original. Yeah. It's just because they're not sure what to do. <laughs> yeah, like I wouldn't call Jason Goes to Hell a requel. Right. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, no, I don't I don't think anything did it before then, at least not that was like memorable or mainstream enough to remember or know. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Uh well I guess at the end of the day, uh Halloween five, uh it's a complete piece of dog shit and I <laughs> fucking hate this movie and it should apologize to all the Halloween fans and should apologize to a lot of its cast and crew, apparently because they went through some shit. They shouldn't have had to uh, due to ignorance and uh, being incompetent. So (laughs) uh, yeah, 
this is now the third we're only this is episode seven we're only seven episodes in this is already the third halloween movie we've done so we might need to step away we might need to step away for a little bit before we we dive in i think it also doesn't really fucking matter because there is no (laughs) formula to this all right just whatever we want to shit on for the day pretty Um, much but I, i do think we need to take a little break from haddonfield for a while yeah, I mean we've we've only gone over one Friday movie, you know. It's true. Uh, we haven't touched uh Child's Player Nightmare on Elm Street series. Yeah. Oh, and believe me, Nightmare on Elm Street, bro. Like <laughs> like you you hit Dream Child or Freddy's Dead, like there's a lot to talk about there and, and Child's Play with Cedar Chucky and Cult. Uh, and... Yeah. Well, I mean I, I wouldn't shit on Cult, I don't think. It's mm. it is a little a, bit. Not as much as Seed. Yeah, I mean, like seeds in its own fucking category. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I haven't watched it in years because of how much I don't like it. So what, same, yeah. Re rewatching it again, maybe I'll like it if I rewatch it again. You really think you could like Glenn or Glenda? I mean, uh, it's a different <laughs> world now. You know, it's a different world of accepting uh, it, that discussion is easier to have. I think. Oh, well, I know nothing about them being what they are. I just mean Glenn's just fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I guess maybe <laughs> it's easier to talk about now, at least. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. True. And no, I, we, you definitely don't uh, you don't hate Glenn slash Glenda for being trans curious or I, I don't even know. I don't even is is is, Glenn, is it like is Glenn officially Glenda? How does that work? Like, do, isn't isn't Glenn coming back in like Chucky? I like, thought they're both supposed to come back. Yeah, I like the the conversation of Glenn comes back up all the time. But it, yeah, is are they going to be Glenn? Or are they going to be Glenda? Are they going to be both? We go I back guess they could be both with the soul splitting now. Oh yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, that would be kind of interesting to have Glenn and Glenda conversing with each other. Yeah, I would like to see that. They could fix oh. them. They can make the characters. Not oh yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially Glenda, she's evil. Like she's like Chucky. So yeah, yeah. Um, it, but I mean, if there's, I I was thinking like, what what movies do I hate that I want to come back to on the Rabbit and Red? And uh, well, there's plenty of bad movies out there. But if you're looking mm-hmm. at like original like these franchises and these big boy IPs, I don't know. I don't know what I hate in this world. Yeah. I guess like Hellraiser's got some real bad ones. Yeah, but fuck, man. <laughs> uh. Um, yeah, I, I guess uh, that that'll wrap up this episode of the Rabbit and Red. Uh, make sure you follow us over on Twitter at at Rabbit and Red Pod. Uh, I imagine what do we do another poll? We got we got a plan. I I just I don't work know yet. I don't know yet. Let's we'll talk about out. it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um. But yeah, and that's pretty much it, man. Leave it, leave a rating if you haven't already. Every rating makes a that makes a big difference, man. Puts the yes. algorithm, puts new people. Make it yeah. happen. Anything else? Um, no, I think that's it. Okay, well then, I guess uh, as always, make sure you you never forget that uh, everyone's entitled to one good podcast. Don't you blame the movies? Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you! The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Look what you did to him! Death has come to your little town, Sheriff.